Slam Jam Ham Bam. It's Hotline League episode 65. I'm so excited to be here with all of you wonderful people. Mark is so excited that he's frozen completely. He's turned into a sky. And he's back. We got so much excitement already happening. And it's only been 10 seconds of the show. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, that's already gone down. There's a whole lot more. Uh, we got DeMonte on the show. We got Mark on the show. I'm going to introduce both of them in a second. But really quickly, shout out to Alienware for sponsoring the show. I'm going to flash their logo really quickly on there. And everybody in chat can spam the alien emote to show your support of Alienware support of Hotline League. Either way, let's get into it. Uh, next to me is my constant co-host, Mark Zimmerman. How's it going, Mark? It's going great. It's going great. It's my second, second two-hour two talk, talk, talk show about League of Legends American LCS today. today. Mark, can you mm -hmm. mute mm -hmm. your Skype? Okay, okay. I thought that was only me. No. I was about to be... Uh, no. So, I am um, a <laughs> can, you, can you talk again, Mark? Yeah, hi. <laughs> okay, well, welcome back. Uh, welcome to your second show. So, yes, earlier you did another show. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, that's, this one's way for us. This one's what? Way better. Okay, good. But, but uh, we did have more viewers. Yes, well... We had more viewers, too, and then we lost a couple hundred because the stream reset at the beginning because of some sort of weird crash. I don't know what happened, but that's okay, because we never have technical issues on the show, and we won't have any more after Mark's camera froze and the thing happened with the microphone. We're great. What have you been up to lately, though, Mark? Anything interesting besides the show? Um... Um, I don't think so. <laughs> this is depressing. Uh, we have the the the, uh, the 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 countdown and stuff did a lot of funny things. I think. Oh yeah. And Kobe sang, made Darshan sing. I was talking about uh, stuff outside of that. I think this should be the week that the Dungeons and Dragons offline TV thing finally comes out. Okay. But, have you talked about that we, publicly? No. Okay, well, so, I mentioned it a couple times. Okay, so yeah. I was hoping it was an official leak. Uh, this show only this, gets views when you talk about offline TV leak. stuff. So. This is a leak, yeah. Okay, so good. someone should, should clip it and link it. Yeah, all right, good. Maybe, maybe I, want, I want us to get to a point where every week there's an offline TV thing that you slip into the show. And so all the and, offline TV people have to come watch Hotline League and suffer through two hours of League of Legends conversation they probably don't care about in order to find out what's happening over there. Yeah, we need to make sure that I do it at the beginning of shows then. Gotcha, great. Well, anyway, let's talk about uh, our guest, and let's talk to our guest, Demonte. How's it going, Demonte? Welcome, and it's going great. Yeah, in I'm 20, just so happy that I'm here. In 2015, when you messaged me and said, "Hey, we're going to do an <laughs> interview when I make it to LCS," did you ever guess that not only would we do an interview, but you'd get to be on a live call-in show? Um, honestly, I knew that it would happen sooner or later. I was like the cockiest little 16-year-old, so that's why I messaged you that in the first place. So Are you know, you it's 16 all, uh, in that. No, you had to be set, was, like seventeen or eighteen, right? Because it was twenty fifteen, and you're twenty one now. Yeah, I was probably like I was probably seventeen. Okay. Yeah. No, but I was in, I was in uh, I think I was a junior in high school. Okay. Did you were you already competing at that point in time, or what happened? Uh no, I was just like a solo key player. I was just like doing random stuff. Okay. And you just knew you were going to go to LCS. That was always the plan. Yeah, pretty much. Just did, all in. Did you see that, Mark? What I tweeted today. What did you tweet? So I went to DM DeMonte about coming on the show because yesterday we were, we were trying to get a couple owners on and then it fell through. And so uh, then I went to DM DeMonte and the, the only DM, there was already an existing uh, direct message conversation from 2015 and it was a message from him. Okay, well, we lost it. 
it was a message from him saying that he was going to do an interview with me when he joins the LCS. So in 2015, he knew that he'd be joining the LCS and that that was going to happen. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's like, I remember the odd, the odd orange was doing that too. I was a tanner from high school saying that back then. That's true. I, I think that's so funny. And what do you remember doing that? No, I literally didn't remember until you messaged me. Okay. Uh, or DM'd me. I was like, do you oh, remember shit. it now, though? Or are you just like, I, I have no recollection of doing this? I mean, sort of. I was just like a huge fanboy of like the double lift and Travis interviews. Like, oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. And now look at you. Uh, so, how are things going for you? You guys won this weekend. Yeah. Uh, that, was, uh, that was new. Um, things are going better. I think. I mean, week one, we like spiked really hard. And. And then we fell off like the face of the earth, like super hard. And like I don't think anyone on our team expected that. And like then like the last the last week, we've been playing pretty well in scrims, and our stage matches kind of showed that more too. On Sunday, we kind of messed up. There's a lot of that was on me personally. So it's going good. I think it's going better. And I wouldn't be surprised if like we start going on a win streak or something like that right now. Yeah. What uh what has been the issue, do you think? Um, I think after we went 2-0, everyone got way too uh confident in like every player got too confident individually, and then we stopped kind of playing as a team. And I think even that 2-0 the first week, we really weren't even that good. It was kind of lucky, and I think the other teams kind of just threw the games. So I think the six losses in a row kind of just made everyone realize that we are actually just bad and everyone got, everyone got kind of humbled i appreciate and, that it took six losses in a row for you guys to decide <laughs> i mean not every loss was like just us getting destroyed so yeah. yeah do you uh do you watch like preseason power ranking stuff demonte at all or are you just like a heads down kind of player uh, i i watch most of them uh so then i have a it's I, whenever I predict something, I have this weird thing where like, I don't necessarily want it to be true for the people involved sake, but because I said it, I want it to be true. And since I put you guys down, I'm hoping that you guys don't start doing better. I have a very <laughs> fucked up self-interest. Mark is rooting of, like, against you right now. That's how we're starting yeah. the show is you're letting right. Demonte know you're actively hey, rooting I'm, for I'm Clutch to it, lose. I'm keeping it honest, all right? I'm I happy that I appreciate the honesty. I, I, I'm happy that they're doing As soon as they had the two a week, I was like, well, shit, I'm wrong. Let's so let's like hope they, they kill it and then they 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 had the streak and i was ooh maybe i made a good prediction and now yeah. now i don't know what to think but i hope we i just did the show with thorin and loco and we were talking about demonte's role like in the league and how like we all want him to kill it and hope that this goes well yeah all on right. a personal Thank level you. but at, at the same time i'm hoping it doesn't <laughs> not, not because of you personally but just because we need hope in north american mids exactly. wait i feel like wait mark okay i feel yeah. like I've seen you around a bunch of times, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I just have this feeling that you don't like me for some reason. No. See, I think I give that, a lot of people get that impression because I just like, I'm actually pretty anti So like, I try to avoid eye contact talking with people. And so like, I think a lot of people think I don't like them. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this this can be the start of, a new friendship here. No, it, it won't be because, like well, I said, I'm antisocial. <laughs> but Mark, whenever I, mean, I said that we okay, were, fine. Mark, I'm surprised you say that because whenever I asked you if we could have Demonte on, you said "fuck that guy." So I, I don't, I'm a little confused. <laughs> wow. I don't think that you, you obviously have no problem showing leaks. So if you 
can show it that. You're kind of cutting out, by the way, for some reason. I don't know if it's maybe you need to change your Discord settings or something. But um, Uh, no, I was saying, do you have proof that I said this? Because you have, I I don't have proof Uh, because it was a call. I called you. I said, "Hey, Mark, I'm thinking about having Demonte on," and you were like, "Yo, that guy," and I was like, "What the heck?" (laughs) That absolutely did not happen. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, guys, I know that uh, Mark's uh, audio is having issues, but hopefully, we get it solved. Either way, I'm glad that is I'm it? glad that we're starting the show. Uh, the show starts, and Mark is like, "I am actively rooting against your team." Demonte says, "I've always felt like you don't like me," and this has to get addressed. <laughs> what a great way to start a show! I'm so excited. This is the best hotline league we've ever had. It's good to just be, you know, like get these things out of the way so I don't show up awkwardly. And there's a caller in here, and he's like, "But uh, I just wanted to talk about midlands in North America," <laughs> and then we tangent <laughs> into this. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. We just come out hot, and now it's going to be fun for the rest of the show. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I'm trying to think about other stuff that we should talk to you about, Demonte. Yeah, do you think that this is the swing, or like has everything been solved behind the scenes? Are you still working on stuff? What's sort of the status of the team? Uh, definitely not. Everything's been solved, but definitely the team is finding an identity more now. I think before you're still just figuring out who we want to play through because we have like Huni on top side and Piglet on bot side and it's like both of the players are going to really want a lot of resources and they're going to want to carry it but now we're kind of figuring out like what players need to give up what in order for us to actually win and maybe that's going to look like one play one player isn't going to look that great every game but if we're winning then who cares yeah i think this definitely is the swing and going into practice like this week will show that because if we mess up like one time in one weekend we're pretty much out of playoffs yeah i mean yeah it is uh kind of spooky for you guys i'm sure do you does that mean wait how you don't have to go undefeated now but you just have to make sure you don't lose to like bottom tier teams i'm assuming yeah pretty much okay well i think it's 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 i still think the the race for playoffs is pretty wide open like i don't think Echo Fox, CLG, Golden Guardians, Optic, or Hunter Thieves like look super secure in their position. So I, I think it's really easy for Clutch to run. Yeah, actually, Mark, I was going to ask you a second ago. You brought up your preseason predictions. We are halfway through the split, so maybe at the start of the show, uh, and maybe this is a good way to get <clears throat> uh, some ideas going for the audience for Collins or whatever. But what do you remember? What your preseason rankings were, and maybe we can compare them to where everybody's at now. Right, so I think I had TL, C9, uh, and then I had 100 Thieves, TSM. Um, I kind of start forgetting in the middle. Okay. I 100 had Thieves from, is definitely not so the two performing things I, to what you expected. Right, so the two things I really have wrong right now, I would say FlyQuest and 100 Thieves. Yeah. Uh, I think I had Fly at 7th, and they're pretty good. I had CLG at six, Golden Guardians at fifth. Uh, I had Echo Fox at ninth, Optic at eighth, then Clutch at tenth. So oh, there's a three-way tie right now, fifth. A four-way tie for fifth, Jesus. Yeah, there's uh, a so- four-way tie for flip, for fifth, and uh, you say playoffs are wide open, but man, I I mean, it kind of feels like. Maybe the bot, like there's a couple slots there that'll go out, but it feels like the top three are. I mean, it's not like they've clinched it, but if they keep playing the way they have been, I think we're they're they're going to be fine. And then I don't know, FlyQuest seems like a pretty good chance of making it into. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I think there's bots taken, but there's still two up, and the other six teams fighting for it. So one out of three teams will make it in. Like, those aren't those aren't that bad odds halfway through the season, especially when you look at it as they're all one game apart. Like, yeah. everyone fighting for that spot are, are right together. Yeah. Uh, maybe change your noise gate as well, um, because I think it's maybe that's what's cutting you off. I'm not sure. Uh, if it keeps going, I might try unplugging my uh, my uh, hard line because sometimes it's shitty. I don't. Yeah, I need to get you the <clears throat> the desktop mic that I was going to get you, and maybe that'll help too. Anyway, yeah, maybe. So other stuff for oh, Demonte, how what you know? Obviously, I'm sure you guys didn't predict yourself to be in last place, but uh, what about the other teams? Like, are there any surprises for you halfway through the split? Um, I mean, definitely. FlyQuest are playing way better than everyone expected. And then I think CLG is also playing way better than everyone expected. It, it sounds a little weird because they're like, what, four and six or something? Yeah. But that is like, to most people, I feel like it's pretty surprising because maybe just in scrims or their games, it's just like that no one really is expecting that. But they seem to play a lot better on stage than they do in practice. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's. They're outperforming my expectations, but I feel like a lot like CLG certainly thought they were going to be doing a lot better than they are. So it's just an interesting situation. Um, hey, Travis, how do we ban people again? Because there's some guys spamming Twitch links in the chat. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe just uh, you you right, you click, I don't know, mods, Discord mods, please, somebody. Uh, you don't watch this shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll ban them. I just ban him. Fuck him. Oh, he's popping off. I'm so lucky right now. Yeah. Wait, what? Well, Oh, he's popping off in solo queue? Too yeah. bad. Alright, I'm going to try changing the Discord server uh, location, because I think that might be it, because I'm hearing it also on on DeMonte's side. Sorry guys, we're we are beholden to I don't know. Okay, saving changes. I was on a was VIP server, so I don't know what's going on there, but should be good now. Uh, Alright, let's get the show going mark do you want to explain how the show works yeah so the way this works if you've never seen the show before is there is a discord server that you can join up i'm spamming it in twitch chat right now go ahead and join and when you get there go and join the pleb calls or pleb calls to voice channels and you can mute your microphone once you're in there and then you'll post your topics whatever it is you want to talk about in pleb topics or subtopics um if i like your question or take, I will move you from pleb calls into the waiting room where when it's your turn, I'll do a quick mic check to make sure it sounds good. And then we'll pull you in the call to talk directly with us. Yeah. Is that the actual Niski, by the way? I can't tell if that's, he's got an extra Y. Do we know if that's his Twitch handle? I'm pretty sure that's him. He's yeah. got 30,000 followers. Okay. So Niski's hanging out. Nice. Um, what, let's see. I, the other thing, by the way, for a lot of people that were asking, we fixed it. We fixed the issue where uh, the Discord was not syncing. I did not know that the Discord was not syncing. So if you are a sub, you will actually be able to get sub recognition in the Discord now. Uh, that's your cue to start subbing crazy right now on the chat. But uh, if you sub, you can get access to the sub chat channel where you can put your topic in. And uh, you can it moves a little bit slower so you have a better chance of making it on the show, I guess, if you're a sub uh, because you are getting spammed. You're questions getting spammed a little less or getting lost anyway uh, that's how that works 
Uh, Asmark is grabbing the first set of people to come on the show. I'm going to give a couple shout-outs. Jimmer74, It's Dish, Bobacola gives to sub to DeMonte, Cygnus, x Force Soundwave Surfer, McCalp, Kylo Zen, Ethan2600, Haywolf55, Haim Hugh, My Dog's Called Jinx and 100 Bits, Red Rum 248, Staheel, Coco Kanja, Ari Waddle, Panopoly, Geislich, Pedro Polo 75, Chaotic Pro, Human Shoes, Kyle0808, OPTSM Fan, uh, who says, don't pay attention to me, it's all about Tanner right now, Tanner time, woot, Tanner time, let's go, come on Tanner, Tanner the tool man, Chaos Theory 136, Butt Holtz for four months, and Ateo Rachel for 11 months, who wrote Poggers, okay. Um, let's get the show going, we've got our first guest, the Sword of the Morning. What a long name! We've never had the that. The Sword before. of the Morning Star, dude. It's a Red Rising reference, isn't is, it? Is that what it is? I mean, I don't. I don't it's a Game of Thrones reference, but like, I don't want to correct it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Maybe I'm on track. I don't know, dude. It Sorry, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't Morning Star. Either way, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Massachusetts. Yeah. Well, thank you for being a sub. Wait, Mark, aren't you also from Massachusetts? That's true. Isn't this normally wait, the part wait, of the show where wait. you go, Yay! Massachusetts! Where are you from, bro? Oh, wait, yeah, where, where are you from, Mark? Is that something I do? Yeah. I Whenever remember. you're not on... Look, this is a sign one that Liloka's show has drained all the energy from you. Yay, Massachusetts! Uh, I grew up in Needham. Oh, nice. I'm on uh, Martha's Vineyard. Oh, look at this fucking guy, huh? Is that... Mm. Is he rich? Do we think he's rich? Probably. Is that why he's a Okay, okay, okay. Wait, it's a, it's a pretty poor area, for being honest. This is a common misconception. Isn't that where all the rich people go to hang out? Yeah, it's where their beach houses are. That Yeah, in the summer, but in the winter, God, it's depressed. Okay. So you're poor then. Sorry to hear it. Anyway, thank you for being a Twitch sub, because that's... <laughs> Jesus, Travis. Really, it's generous of you with your low income. Um, what do you want to talk about in the show tonight? So I want to talk about on the show tonight that TSM seems to have uh, accidentally found themselves uh, the C, what I might call the C9 blabber strategy, whereby you use an aggressive jungler to make plays, which like even if the jungler isn't always making perfect plays, as I mean C9 likes to say that like blabber doesn't have a brain, but they like him because he just like makes shit happen, and in competitive games it's good to not let them get stale. And I think that that's really good for TSM because they've traditionally had the problem of trying to play like maybe Korean style and like slowly gain leads and not necessarily make plays. So it's really good for them to have someone like Acadian who's going to like go out and do shit, even if it's not always great, because it's going to at least spur the team to make plays that might let them get leads. A, Ch a Chad jungler is what you're, you're describing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what Acadian said they wanted as a Chad jungler. All right, Damonte, I believe you're friends with Acadian. Is Acadian making plays, quote, not e even if they're not always great? Does and is he that helping TSM find success? Does he have a brain? I have absolutely no idea how Matt is anywhere. Last time I played with him was in Echo Fox 2017, and that team was hot trash. So, I mean, well, I, he plays League of Legends competitively. You could talk about. I mean, I have no idea, actually. Okay, so, you, like so you don't is, know if, but you do you never watch the TSM games? Do you play against TSM ever? Yeah, we do. It's like I mean, the team is just solid. I feel like Matt isn't just running around with Zillion Kindred like C9 did, and just like inting and then pressing R, all the R's and like living and making plays that way. I feel like Matt actually 
is thinking most of his plays. Yes, he's aggressive, but I feel like it's much different than how C9 played with Blabber. Because I think that team, when they used Blabber specifically, kind of relied on the Exilian Kindred a lot. Yeah, And they played some other stuff too, just as aggressively. And they played well on that too. But it doesn't really feel the same for TSM, I guess. Yeah. Are you flaming Blabber, by the way? And Arrow wants to know if you're flaming Blabber. Yeah, I'm absolutely flaming Blabber. Okay, good. We were just talking about how we wanted LCS to have more trash talk, so I'm glad that is we're... There, is there trash? Is there, is there beef here? Do you not respect Blabber? Yeah, he's trash. Oh, there <laughs> we go. Spicy. Looking for... No, just okay. kidding. <laughs> this show is already the most dramatic version. We needed to ramp it up uh, this year, so I'm glad that we, we got this going. All right. So, uh, do you, so you disagree with the, the take, DeMonte, that this is similar to the Blabber situation and that Acadian's just sort of charging in and everyone has to follow him? Yeah, it's definitely different from C9, but Acadian is definitely aggressive. So I think there's merit to what he's saying. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think there's some similarities in the sense where it feels like in the past, TSM has been so like, we got to find the 100% play. And I think... Matt does, or Kidian does a really good job of uh, being aggressive. Um, and that's what they needed in the early game was someone to be more aggressive. And so, like, maybe these aren't the 100% plays that in the past TSM has liked. They just needed someone to kind of shake it up a little bit. And I don't think it's quite full-on blabber where he just, like, flashes at people as soon as he sees them. So I definitely <laughs> think there's a limit to this comparison. But I, I think there is some truth that, like, he does bring a new look to TSM. Yeah. Demonte, are you paying attention or are you getting distracted by Niski memeing you in the chat? Um, it's, a, it's a combo. <laughs> okay, good. Great. Glad to hear you're both <laughs> paying attention and getting distracted. Travis, you're going to need your editor to put the Twitch chat on stream for this one. Yeah. To, uh, upload onto YouTube. I don't, what do you mean, editor? Oh, Smoothie's hosting me. What is up with wow. uh, this situation? Uh, we when got, you get a superstar like Demonte on, dude, people just want to be around. More LCS people. Like, ho I, first off, no, no one ever hosts me. Secondly, oh my god, you're such a so sad whiner. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm not complaining. No one owes you hosts. Oh, by the way, he hosted me with one viewer, and Demonte just hosted me with one viewer. Okay, whatever. Uh, this is someone, someone's mod is auto like auto hosting you when they're offline already. Getting memed. It's painful. All right. So, uh, but okay, let's let's take a step back because we've been talking and kind of memeing a little bit about the Cadian situation, but. For a long time, the meme was, and I know that Soren hated this because this was apparently not what he wanted, but that all the junglers that are on TSM are just ward bots and they're just there to, like, you know, help Bjergsen succeed and all that stuff. And now, it, supposedly, Acadian is the first example that people want to talk about where this is the case. So do we think that's true? Is it is it a world that we live in now where TSM finally has this aggressive jungler, and this is what's going to lead them to success and break the curse they've had for a while? I mean, this Sven was this way too. When Sven showed up, there, everyone was like, oh my god, aggressive jungle Sven, he's so fucking good, woohoo! And then, over the course of two years, it felt like he kind of lost his edge. Uh, so... Well, I mean, I just, I just want to ask, like, I mean, how, how do we think TSM fared when Sven Skarim was their jungler versus after... Because it seems like they were doing an awful lot when he was there. I mean, there were high and low points, I think. Like, uh, when he showed up at first with Yellow Star, it wasn't great. And then they swapped Yellow Star, and it was great. And then 
they brought him back and it was pretty good again. Or um, they then double lift left for a little bit and then he came back. And I don't know, the overall the TSM Sven was was pretty good. I think at Worlds people like really shat on him hard because TSM as a whole just became super passive. But like I don't really put that on Sven. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I mean it, it seems fair, but I mean I, I think that's kind of like the the curse of of TSM and and maybe to a lesser degree TL, right? Like TSM wants to play like their Korean team and that works decently in NA because they just have like solid players in every position and then they go and they play against actual Korean teams and they get shit on you can't outbeat the Koreans at their own game right I mean I don't know how much of it's like the the Korean mindset but they definitely play a slower slower game yeah they were like sorry no go ahead Mark. I was apologizing to Demonte, not you. I thought oh. Demonte was going to say something. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Nope. Okay. No one's saying anything. Either Great way, synergy, boys! I think we've had enough conversation about uh, TSM, unless anybody else has any other takes. Sort of morning, any final thoughts before we say goodbye? Um, well, yeah. I mean, of course, <laughs> thanks for having me. I really uh, appreciate you showing your content. Um, and I, I do just want to clarify before I leave, I was not comparing uh acadia to blabber because i know that's a pretty extreme comparison i was just saying it seems like and i'm not a tsm but it seems like it's beneficial for tsm to have an aggressive jungler given some of their more passive styles of play gotcha gotcha very cool well thank you so much sort of morning for calling in and uh we'll maybe call you or we'll maybe talk to you again in the future all right thanks for having me thanks everyone all right can you have another tsm question yeah, it's actually it's just TSM night here night? on Line League. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, uh, a couple more shout outs to some folks. Uh, Jordan, Bubble Color gifted a sub to Niski. Uh, IC Decay, Bubble Color gifted a sub to I'm Rich Broke. Hole fifty three, eight Atison, Phineas LOL, and OP TSM fan. Oh, never mind. He just hosted me. Phantom Ed, where are you calling from? Uh, Montreal, Canada. Montreal, Canada. Is it freezing cold there? Absolutely. It's absolutely awful. Yeah. I I really like Montreal the one time I went there, but it was really cold. And I think all of us in LA have been uh, freezing our butts off at the 50 degree Fahrenheit world that it's been for the past couple of weeks. So we can all relate. Uh, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Um, well... I was kind of curious because um, also, sorry, I'm a bit sick right now, so my voice is a little bit screwed up. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I was wondering because Clutch Gaming has been a bit struggling on the top side. And um, I was wondering about, you know, Lyra and Huni's relationship overall and, uh, you know, how they react to, you know, uh, Huni's, let's say, uh, poor form as as of late, and Lear is also you know kind of struggling in the jungle. So I was wondering about how they react in the team house and in scribs, um, you know, to their performance right now. Yeah. Um. Well, first of all, we don't really have a team house right now. We have like an optional team house where Vulcan, Lyra, and Piglet are in it, and then me and Huni are in our own apartments. So there's not really much team house stuff going on for that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like at least between Huni and and that. Um, I'd say for like in-game stuff, I think right now is like they're, they're, they're right now is like the time where they're kind of figuring out what they need to do for each other. I think Huni was kind of playing in a way still at the beginning of the split, like he had Dardock on his team, 
and kind of something because I played with Dardock and Huni as well. And something they did was just they they would play the top side every game, and basically they would just like roll over the enemy jungle and top. Like either they will kill your top laner, and your jungler has to go bot, or your jungler will try to cover top, and then they will just two v two and kill both of them. And I think there was a bit where Huni was still kind of playing the exact same way, even though Lyra is a much different player than than Dardock is. Like me, like for me personally, it's like going from Dardock to Lyra. It was a huge one eighty because Lyra is much more calculated in what he does, and he doesn't really make he doesn't make like fifty fifty plays. It relies on like maybe your mechanical skill to pull off. He wants to go for like the stuff that is really calculated. And I think that's what we've been figuring out over the last couple of weeks. And that is probably a part of the reason why Huni did have some struggles earlier on. So, Which, uh, how do you play? Are you more of like the calculated mid laner? Or are you like this, you want to scrap it out and like trade to the depth type mid? Um, personally, I'm, I f feel like I'm more of like a fighting kind of player. But I found myself on this team and my last team, I kind of have to fill more of a role on my team. Then if I were to play exactly how I wanted to, it really wouldn't be, it wouldn't create like a winning team. So yeah, I, I would probably call myself more like a fighting kind of player, but I'm trying to like make sure I can do whatever is best for the team. Definitely able to turn your brain on and not just be the the brain off fighting mid all the time. Yeah, I did play uh, with Phoenix for a split, so. <laughs> wow, so much um, flame tonight. It's not flame, he's insane. He just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's definitely a brain off kind of mid laner where it's like, hey, do you want to put your trinket ward down? Okay, you don't need to. Great. Just keep, keep oh, he just won me too. Wow. Yep. Also, um, also, you know, just a quick question. Um, you know, I'm French Canadian, and obviously, there's a lot of French Canadian people oh, in the boy. chat right now. And um, I was just wondering about how, you know, how Volket is, uh, how Volket is, uh, you know, how how's he doing, like in general, like how is he adapting to the new environment in America? Um, I think he's doing pretty good. I mean, he gets flamed for being French Canadian a lot. I guess it's just a meme, but he 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 like a. He doesn't, uh, he has like these weird English quirks and it's the funniest stuff ever because it reminds me of like, it reminds me similar to like a Korean player saying like some random stuff and he just says it completely wrong. It's almost like that. But I mean, he's pretty much American, so. Can you give an really... example? Uh, I can't, I can't think about it. It's just, he says some like, I mean, he'll just pronounce the word wrong and it's oh, just okay. funny. I gotcha. And then Huni will just call him like. The never mind. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Be careful. Be careful. Yeah, I can kind of see what you mean. Like a lot of a lot of people do call us out because we do tend to um, have our own unique way of pronouncing English. You know, the whole French Canadian thing. It's funny though. Yeah. Hey, Phantom. Ed, any final thoughts? Um. But not really. You know, except you know, I hope you guys are gonna pick up uh, form soon and uh you know good luck in the future and i hope i'll see you guys in the playoffs thanks man thanks dude have a good one thank you all right on to the next caller what do you got first mark um J J Juice the wise thank you for the twitch prime hype love check jelly donut crafty zero one and akava wait no not akava 
All right. Where are we? And Punopoly is here. Hello, Punopoly. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm on vacation in Florida right now. Okay. So are you on like a laptop? Yes, sir. All right. What, uh, what are you doing? Like what's, what's vacation like in Florida? Uh, it's beautiful. It's a nice, uh, 85 degrees here. Walk on the beach, hang out much better than in uh, Iowa where it's like, uh, freezing. Yeah. Are you, I assume you live in Iowa. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Well, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? And again, thanks for being a Twitch sub. Yeah, of course. You make great context. So, uh, love to sub. Thanks. What do you want to talk about on the show? So, uh, heard a lot in the community about how essentially uh, NA is bad because they have a longer game time than all the other regions. And so, like, that means they can't close out games. And then, like, you hear perks like flaming TL a bit, like, oh, maybe they're top four. And so now there's this whole NA is definitely going to like lose to EU at Rift Rivals, MSI, etc. So like I wanted to dig into the stats and like see if like statistically they are worse. Mm. Uh, first of all, NA doesn't have that much slower of a game time. On average, it's like four minutes slower than EU and only two minutes slower than Korea. Where if you look at their combined kills per minute. Uh, they're right on pace with Korea. They're both at like 0.6, whereas EU is at like 0.7. And so even though EU has a, a lower game time, they actually average more kills per game. Yeah, because NA they games just play are definitely these... boring, I agree. Yes, and I'm not, not contending that. It's just the matter of like, are they truly worse than EU? And I don't think EU is necessarily better. They just have such a willingness to run at each other and fight and play these bloody fiesta of a game. And so, like, of course, there's more gold on the map because people are dying, and then you can take objectives and then just roll with it. They don't want to set up and, and play the macro and uh, take objectives. They just want to run at each other and fight and may the best man win. Hmm. Well, uh, so just real quick, four minutes in League of Legends is actually... Oh, my God, what was that? I don't know. I think it's on uh, Punopoly side. Sorry, by the way, everyone, for all the audio issues this week. This week, I don't. I don't know what the issue is. Uh, uh, but anyways, anyway, sorry, go say, ahead, Mark. Four minutes is actually substantially longer of a game, like extremely long. But it, uh, if something is four minutes longer on average, that's like, like I said, if if one team is getting to Elder Drake and the other one's not, like, guess what? All those games that you use Elder Drake to close your game out versus a Korean team on average, you're never going to get there. Right or like versus other teams. So like, depending on um, um like what is happening around those game times, like they become substantially different games. If you're talking about a second bit, stacks and it's much more powerful. Like game, like one four minute average is a lot longer because the games are like 35 minutes. So you're talking like 15 percent longer or something. You know, like so, I don't know. It, it, one thing is it, we are much slower. Two minutes between EU is not crazy, and the like you said, the combined kills per minute, um, you know, it, it's not that far off, which is is, is a different topic. But I just want to say that, like, it is it is. Subs- I guess. Well, I'm, okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, what I mean is, like, for how much bloodier their games are, they're not like it's not proportional. Like their games are much bloodier, but not that much slower, and that's why they have higher kills on average in their games 
without, uh, you know, having the same game time. So, like, again, of course, they're going to have a much faster game time when they're just willing to run at each other and kill each other. But if you compare, like, to the Koreans where they want to play the more slow macro, we're, like, two minutes off of them, which is like a, okay, we bear and take two inhibs back by come push out on the map, take the last inhib, and then go and end the game. I um, I just want to say, I, it's cool that you're calling in, because uh, I know Mark was answering, but your question specifically about how bad North America is, and we have a player from the worst uh, ranked team, Clutch Gaming, here to answer it. So, all right. they, I'll, I'll throw my final thing in and okay. let Monte go. The nice. stats, you can pull them up, you, you, and you can use those as a baseline for where the argument goes from there by saying, like, look, our combined kills per minute are actually in line with Korea, we're just two minutes slower. So, like, what's going on in these games? And then you want to actually look at the game, and I'll just I'll leave it there and let Demonte take over and let him take his, give his thoughts. I mean, I feel like NA is just like I, I feel like both both regions are actually pretty top heavy right now. Like, I feel like the top teams are just so much better than the bottom teams. Like, you see, G two is just rolling everyone, and same for NA. It's just Team Liquid also. And I mean, it goes. I don't really watch you that closely but for na it's like I same mean, who does for... <laughs> a lot more people recently <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but like like even like c9 and um who's the third place team? tsm tsm like tsm recently like when you see those teams play it looks a lot better than when you watch every other team play like if you saw clutch gaming versus 100 thieves in uh week three it was quite the game we Probably just we we literally played a scaling poke comp and died ten times in early game, and the game still went fifty two minutes long. So <laughs> I don't think you would see that from any top team from either region. So definitely hard to say what it, who's better. But yeah, and I guess when I say as like a region, like I'm not necessarily looking at like I'm looking at who we're gonna send to an MSI a Rift rival because. You know, EU is not going to send XL or Rogue. Mm -hmm. They're obviously not going to compete with the team Liquid. So if you're looking at just like the top end of the teams, I think uh, the top NA teams aren't just going to get run down by this aggressive EU style. They're going to be able to switch, pivot, and make trades like Liquid does. Okay, you can take that. We'll dive bot, take that tower, take Dragon. And they're going to be able to keep it even into mid game and then just play macro better. Yes. So I, mean, I I think it's really going to depend on how the meta is because if the meta is a lot of fighting around like mid lane and stuff like that, I don't actually think Team Liquid will ever be that great at that kind of meta. Like you saw it at Worlds, like fighting around mid was really important, and it's kind of similar now. Like not too, not as much as Worlds, but it definitely depends on the meta because EU is really great at like three v three mid with like jungle support in mid. It feels like team only really plays around their AD carry, so it it's just going to depend on like the styles of the team that shows up and the meta at the same time. Absolutely, I think so. Two two things too, I think contribute to Europe's situation is like for the last couple of splits, there's always like this like zero ten feeling European team, uh, whether it's Rogue now or Giants before, whatever it is, and like whenever you have a team that is like substantially worse than everyone in the league. It's like, hey, here's a free fucking 25, 30 minute game where you get to boost your stats. Um, and NA doesn't have that. When two 
uh, like teams in the playoff hunt just outside the playoff hunt play. They're actually somewhat competitive. Um, and so it it's, leads to games being a little slower. And I agree with the idea that like on the top end, maybe we're not quite as slow, but it's still kind of true where Team Liquid's our best team and they average a 34-minute game compared to the best team in Korea averaging a 31-minute game and G2 averaging a 29-minute game. So we are, we are a lot. It's not just some of these other things. Like I, Team Liquid does not play very active in the early game. They're not aggressive. Uh, that game that they won against uh, whoever on Sunday, they, they like they could have tried the Baron at 27 minutes and they chose not to try it until like 31. You know, and like that's just not how these other top teams from other regions play. Like they will force that Baron. I don't know. I think it's uh, it is a concern for me, especially if, as Demonte saying, like the meta is one that's not already favorable toward Team Liquids, assuming they're the ones who own MSI preferred place. So. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I changed the Discord server again. Let's find out what happens. Uh, trying to think if there's anything else on the topic, but I think we probably pretty much covered it. Uh, Punapoli, any final thoughts? Uh, I guess we'll see once we get to MSI and Rift Rivals what happens and uh, who will get the last lap. But uh, otherwise, thanks for having me on and keep up the good work, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good one. Got cut off. Uh, let's take a quick break. I'm gonna switch uh, my. I'm gonna unplug from my hard line. All right? I think it's not you. I think it's definitely Discord, uh, because uh, like even the callers are having it, and Demonte's having it. We're all, you guys are hearing it too, right? No, I can't hear it now. Oh, you guys no, are people fine. cutting out. No, no, it's only on your end. Everything's perfect. Uh, for the, yeah. Clearly, it's my internet then, and changing the Discord server is not going to help. But. Uh that's annoying. I saw Dash earlier say, tweeting that his internet went out, so clearly uh, it's it's linked. That's what we're experiencing. Uh, well, listen, I mean, I guys. live across the street from him. Let me talk to you guys about... Wait, really? And your internet didn't go out? Yeah, I'm fine. He tweeted earlier and said it went out, so I don't know. Let me talk to you all about an amazing product. Unlike my internet... Alienware makes amazing products and they do awesome things and they sponsor and support so much of the League of Legends space with their sponsorship of Team Liquid, their sponsorship of LCS, their sponsorship of me. So much of the content that I am able to do, in fact, virtually all of it this year is because of Alienware. So I really appreciate it. Uh, and I'm actually headed to South by Southwest next month to partake in the South by Southwest gaming thing. So if you are there, come say hi to me because I'm going to be at the Alienware. I believe it's called the Alienware Experience. It's a out. You don't even have to. Uh, you don't even have to enter the main building. It's outside in they kind of take over a restaurant. I'll be hosting, doing some cool stuff there. So if you're in Austin for South by Southwest gaming, come check it out. Uh, if if you don't care about me, go check out the cool Alienware stuff there. I think Team Liquid is going to have some people there as well. Either way, it's going to be a really fun experience. So I just want to thank uh, Alienware for doing so much cool stuff. I think I mentioned this last week, but I had a two-hour meeting with them. They came to LA, met with a bunch of people, including myself, and just I'm really excited about the stuff that we're going to be able to do together in, in 2019. And I got to tell you, like there are some cool random ideas that I'm having that I throw out to them, and they're like, hey, we're interested in supporting that too. That's cool. So uh, just a lot of cool stuff on the horizon, and I really appreciate their support. See if Mark comes back anytime soon. Demonte, how are you? 
I'm doing fantastic. How about you? Doing well. Waiting for Mark to come back. Uh, let's let's see. Can uh, we get Nisky in here? If, if Nisky wants to join Discord, it's discord.gg slash Travis, and he can call in. I would love to have him I need show up. Some European banter in my. Uh, Uh, where did Mark go? How long does he think these ad reads are? The crazy man. I don't know what to do. Demonte, what is going on with you these days? Like, what do like, you do outside of LCS? Do you do anything? Um, I go out on Sunday nights. Yeah. There's nothing to do on Sunday nights other than just meeting at someone's house and then chilling. Oh, do you just go to people's houses? Pretty much. Okay. Well, that's exciting. Who who else goes to these houses? Because I never get the invite, so... It's usually just, like, me and myself mm. and an arrow. Okay, it's you and an arrow at somebody's house. Even yeah. The host of the house, the owner of the house is not there. It's just you two <laughs> sitting in the living room. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, wow, that's really We just exciting. go to the GGS apartment houses and we just sit there. Yeah, when you said that nothing happens on... Sundays. I didn't realize that literally nothing happens. It does sound like a booty call. Somebody, somebody in chat. Says, <laughs> uh, Mark, we've been we've been ready for another caller for a bit, so hopefully you're. What did I walk into? Well, we we had to fill time because we ended the ad read, and then you were just gone. I didn't know what to do, so we we started learning uh, a lot about Demonte. Uh, should I grab an arrow? Yeah. The waiting room. Is this a follow up? Just go to the waiting room. Grab whoever you're going to grab. Okay. Excited to see how things go. Nice, uh, nice. So you live in an apartment, Tabonte. You didn't want to live in the house. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You got a got a stipend, so okay. Just being a little bit extra to not live in the gaming house. Nice. Well, that's probably a nice experience. I know a lot of people. Peter still lives in a gaming house. He's like twenty six. Actually, I think like Smithy does, and he's like twenty eight. Wait, they're not in like the Team Liquid apartment or whatever. Yeah, they are, but it's like a. It's still like team like they're still living with their teammates and it's still like a team liquid apartment and it's you actually have chosen to move into your own place and not live in the main house. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Inferno five two six is here. Inferno. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Houston, Texas. Houston, oh. Texas. Okay. Yeehaw. So a natural clutch fan. Yeah, sir. Well, my topic here today is actually really clutch fanboy, but I'm just going to say that I think DeMonte, along with the C9 rookies, uh, Viper, are really good examples for why NA talent, like natural English-speaking NA talent is better than um, non-English-speaking imports for the NALCS or the LCS. Because mm. the communication advantage is way more valuable than the skill deficit you'd get from having an EU mid, because the talent doesn't do anything if you can't talk and coordinate with it. And in the late-game teamfighting meta, a lot of coordination is what wins you the matches instead of having your individual talent since we don't snowball really well. Yeah. All right. So, uh, NA talent hype train with DeMonte at the lead. DeMonte. Wait, so are you saying that even like EU talent is not good? Or are you saying not, just. I'm saying a per, like not, not all of the non English speaking imports. I'd, uh, I'd include Broken Blade in that or like any of the uh, EU. Imports who have, a, have had a more difficult time adjusting to speaking English than I. Am. Does Nisky speak English? Can we confirm? Nisky speaks English, but I'm just yeah. using him as like the best like example for a popular EU mid that might not have like the most concise like way to speak. If that makes any sense? Yeah. Wait, but doesn't everyone in the ELCS just speak English? 
Yeah, but it's like that it predominantly gets a lot more speak other languages, like more but... complex topics. I think when you can't voice your uh, full like range, I'm pretty sure people like. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of um, things that get lost in translation because you don't have someone like right there to translate your initial instinct, depending on what your first language is. I I I but, I, I guess I just I mean I interview all the EU players that come over here. One hundred percent, they all understand English better than in some cases than some of the NA players. So I would say some of these guys have a better right, understanding I'm, of the language. I might be wrong about that. But yeah. I'm, I'm mainly talking about not English speaking imports in general. I don't think it applies to EU as much, but my main thing is just communication advantage is way better than um, skill deficits in so general. So let me get this and, straight. You're calling from Texas. Yeah. And you're like, all these American <laughs> people. Okay. Okay, these Travis, American I don't jobs. I can't, these Europeans come over here. They can't even speak the language. <laughs> Come on, Travis! You don't gotta do that to me. Uh, I'm trying to get into the double lift episode. All right, let's let's go through the the list of top half teams that have Korean imports and bottom half teams that have Korean imports. All right, so in the top half teams, Team Liquid has two former world champion Impact and Core JJ. Cloud Nine has zero. TSM has zero. FlyQuest has zero. And CLG has zero. Bottom mm -hmm. half teams, Clutch Gaming have two, 100 Thieves has two, Optic has one, two, I'm an idiot. Golden Guardians yeah. had uh, zero, I believe. No, Ole is an import. Ole is an import. Echo Fox has two. Huh. Wait, 100 Thieves has th three Korean imports. Huki, oh, oh, is a resident, but he's still... Yeah, but then the thing goes for clutch then too. Yeah, yeah. If, if we count that, then sure. Yeah. So but there's a lot more imports on the bottom, so maybe there's some weight to this. Actually, clutch yeah. has yeah. four. If you think it's, about it, it's rough. Oh, yeah. uh, that poor Demonte has to carry these import three, players. Three Korean are, players and a French player. Yeah, and that's that's what's holding him back. I think uh, Demonte's just struggling because he's got to deal with all these people. Uh, well, I don't think it's me. The uh, well, I don't think Demonte. I think Demonte, big fan since uh, since your first game. But Thanks, bro. I think Demonte is doing the best that he can with the environment around him. Considering it's insane, from what I've been able to figure out over the years, it's insanely hard to be um a really vocal um be a really vocal member when it comes to communication in general with uh, people who have a lot more prestige than you do, especially if there is that language barrier because you don't want to step on anyone's toes. And the fact that Demonte was able to show like actual aggression. Inside of the residency for passivity gives me a lot of hope for that. And um, the other thing I have on my topic is the fact that the failure of imports live up to their previous hype because of the ecosystem around them, like increasing and the quality of play increasing, means that I could see a lot of bottom teams potentially putting a lot of stock into developing NA talent because it's less of a financial investment. And if all the imports are going to shit because communication ruins a lot of the early game leads built up through individual play, then there could be an LCS with more. NA players, sort of thing. Okay, I think yeah, there's a lot to get through here. There's a lot to unpack as with, mm -hmm. as with Dan Riot Games. Um, so, can you mute for a second? You're getting a lot of a uh, background noise. Good for now. Okay. Yeah, can you mute? Yeah, thank you. Uh, so, there's a lot of like value put on like the previous names of people, and we were talking about this a little bit on the Listen Logo show about how like the due diligence that people do prior towards signing a player is probably not enough, especially when you're talking about overseas and the Korean teams and like 
do they have Korean connects who can go and interview the team that's just played with this guy, the coaching staff that just played with this guy to see if he's actually still hungry and what he wants to do with his career and like what went wrong on the team and why he's leaving. So like, I think that's something that sometimes happens, especially with the Korean imports is that just the language barrier, not just the player and the rest of the team that he's playing on, but also between coaching staffs and stuff like that. Are you actually able to do the proper due diligence on a player that you're about to sign? Uh, as well as just people always assuming that the, the person that they're getting will return to their peak form versus assuming that the most recent thing that they saw is how they are. And worse, that that trend of going downwards will continue. So like a player like Rainover, like when Team Liquid got him, uh, oh, they're all imagining fanatic rain over and mortals rain over and they get something worse and it doesn't quite work out and his career trends trends down then clg signs and they're like we're going to get immortals and fanatic rain over and then they get team liquid rain over i think that's the kind of stuff that you, you kind of see a, a lot of and and some of some of these uh so the the solution is just steal from europe demonte what are your thoughts on all this um hmm i mean Sure. I've only played with Korean imports, so I'm a bit biased in what I have to say, I guess. Um, I mean, Huni for me is like the, the biggest Korean import I've played with and I've been playing with him for the last year and there's zero, there's, there's zero communication issues like between me and Huni. And then what this year is like differing for me is like, now I also have Lyra and Piglet and, and now I'm starting to understand and like see where like the issues could come because it's, it, it requires a lot of extra work in order to develop like really healthy relationships with the Korean imports that don't speak English as well. Because not everything just like flows naturally, I guess. And I think part of that is why you're seeing people slowly move away from it and like, maybe getting more European talent just because like the instant, like, uh, instant reward of getting a European player is much more than getting a Korean player because you don't have to go through this whole thing of like them understanding like English and stuff. So I definitely think Korean imports still can be really good and getting them is like a, maybe a longer term investment rather than getting a European import who might, who might be good like right away. Because yeah, I mean, I think you, you might see that on teams like, like 100 Thieves and Clutch right now. Like m most people didn't think like those two teams would be nine and 10th other than like Mark thinking we'd be 10th. But yeah, um, like you might, you might see those two teams like scale up like as the Korean imports they understand the culture more they get better English and stuff like that but definitely if you're looking for instant success like European imports are probably like the better go-to uh to combo off that like Huni has also been one of the most successful imports ever yeah. uh, like he's personality wise seems to fit in quite well with what and uh, culture and he's he's been a very uh, quick learner of English like going back to his fanatic days like he seemed to pick up the language a lot quicker than other imports you mm -hmm. know it's no surprise that he's been one of the best ones for you to work the other thing i was going to ask you is do you i i know a lot of people and you know i coach piglet and phoenix like a lot of people say in game it's actually not that hard um to communicate with someone whose like first language isn't english and uh i don't know if this matches up with you but the bigger problem is like when you break away out of the game and you're doing post game or like you said trying to get to actually know them as like a person and like friends type situation that that's where the communication barrier becomes a bigger issue so i don't uh if it's more in-game communication problems or like the out of game trying to improve via team type problems 
Well, for Clutch, I can say it's definitely more out of game. And it's it's less so them not knowing English and more so us having culture differences. Because I'm much younger than Lyra and Piglet by like three or four. So for me, or for them, that means like they're, I, I should look up to them and respect them a ton. And basically what they say, I always have to follow that. And maybe for American culture and how I grew up, it's like I am very used to saying whatever's on my mind. I'm very used to arguing back until we reach like something that is like a thing. And there's been a couple of times after scrim games where it's like, I will argue something. And then they're just like, why are you arguing this? Like, you should just listen to what I say and we shouldn't argue like the smaller stuff. So that's where like, I think more, more so it's culture difference rather than not knowing English, at least for clutch. Hmm. Inferno. Uh, yeah, one question. Oh, uh, one question I want to ask Demonte is: Do you? So I've noticed that you've been talking about a lot of the uh, post game and a lot of the VOD review. But do you think that um, with other teams, even though it might not apply to Clutch, that like have like having a bunch of heavy Korean imports like Hundred Thieves, where you have Ryu on, Ryu as assistant coach, you have Someday who's still learning to speak English or speaks English decently well, Bang who's in the same situation and who he where their um their limitation and having to go through back and forth to the um translation barrier might hold them back from doing more complex strategies which is why they're defaulting to the simple late game uh team fights more strategy wait so wait what are you asking in particular do you think that the the translation back and forth is stopping a lot of predominantly um imported teams that don't speak english as well from doing more complex um, strategies like one three ones or um, more difficult execute uh, team comps like C9 did with their mm -hmm. Kindred Zillion. I think actually a lot of Korean players and just LCK in general, if you watch right now, other than Griffin, are actually struggling a lot with how the meta has changed. Like the game is a lot faster now, and I feel like a lot of Korean players aren't actually accepting that. And I feel like that yeah. is probably having more of a problem to do with it than rather than them having like some translation issue. They just don't want to change how they're playing. Okay. Okay. Um, another thing I wanted to ask you about was um, uh, I think we're gonna keep oh, yeah, moving because yeah. yeah, can't. Keep just, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, um, Inferno. Sorry, I'm, I'm like a little distracted because I'm trying to fix the audio <laughs> issues. But Inferno, do you have any any final thoughts that aren't a, another topic? Thank God for Demonte being here, so people don't shit talk any minutes for all of eternity. Yeah, well, I think they're still going to do that, even if Demonte is here. But it is nice that he's here. It's a stepping stone. Yeah. Thank you, Demonte. Got you. <laughs> uh, next guy. Yeah. Uh, as we move on, a couple of quick shout outs. Uh, and again, sorry, we're trying to fix the issues, but I'm having no success. Dim Light Thick Smoke 1. Rob Berto for five months in a row. Calendar guy five two three. C money, uh, killing you guy for ten months. Benjamin for twelve. Happy one year anniversary to the best esports interviewer. Thanks. Pretty gaming. Ventus uh, official for thirteen. Red Belzy. Sadistic Nero. Bubblecola gifts us up to to Dadris. Big angry hobo. Dadris gifted uh, sub to Judge Brown twenty sixteen. Dadris gifts us up to M. 1201 and Riv donated $10. Uh, I think it's not Rivington, but Riv RLL. Anyway, hey Travis, keep up the great content. Make sure you speak about how bad 100 TR maybe roster change, fire probably. All for $10. All 
I will consider it. Uh, actually, we need a caller to call in and talk about it. So you could try to talk about it. I don't know. I'm sure there's a 100T topic. Mark loves pulling them. Um, and, you know, that's one of the few teams that DeMonte can take jabs at. Because they're also not doing well. True. Getting somebody here in just a second. And I play them next week. Yeah, you do. How's it going, Twitch chat, by the way? I think 100T is a tough place. Sure, we'll get to that soon. Um, but just waiting for Mark, who's taking the longest time he's ever taken to grab a collar. Oh, here we go. Jose Jose Nor, is that how you say it? Yes, sir. Jose Nor. Uh, what do you? Where are you calling from? Uh, I am in Anaheim on my spring break. Oh, wait, it's spring break already. It's not even spring yet. I go to Pepperdine, so we only have 14 week semesters, and I'm already halfway done. Okay. Well, that seems interesting. Anyway, what are you doing in Anaheim? Are you going to like Disneyland and all that? This is home. I live in Anaheim. Oh, you live in Anaheim. Okay. Sorry. When yeah. you say, you're like, I'm on Ana in Anaheim for spring break or on spring break, it sounds yeah, like yeah, you travel there. Especially since Anaheim yeah. is like a place where people go. Uh, I've lived there my whole life, so I've been to Disney many times. Nice. Okay. Well, whatever. Let's get into it. What do you want to talk about on the show? So, uh, for me, all the trash talk compl uh, complications and the issues with that, I think a lot of it comes from Riot and how they don't like trash talk and how they don't like people putting other people down. Um, I was actually at Rift Rivals last year or at any of EU here in LA. And uh, this, has been, this sounds a bit flaming, but I, in the crowd, I saw Reckless come onto the stage for the show match and I yelled, Hey, Reckless, how's the bench feel? And then afterwards, Riot's officials came out and said, uh, please, no more trash talking. Uh, we're going to be really nice. No booing, no nothing. Blah, 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 blah. And so I just feel like Riot, in general, doesn't like any sort of talk that puts other people down for the benefit. Interesting. I did not, I had not heard that. Was that the only thing you said or did you say other things? And were you with other people? Only, only thing I said, only thing anybody said. Okay. And everybody was like, oh, ho, ho. Like, it was funny, but then. Riot came out and said, no, 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 that. Hmm. Mark, how do you feel about that? Uh, personally, as a, I, I can, I'll answer right now real quick. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was curious a, about Mark because he's in the studio, but go for it. Oh, yeah, I mean, as a, as a regular sports fan who trash talks a lot, uh, I think it's kind of lame where we can't even say anything in studio because they can't even hear us. Yeah. So, so I just think that Riot should really allow not just the players to trash talk, but also the fans to cheer for their teams. I, mean, I was a huge Echo Fox fan. They're cheering on my team, but I can't go boo when they lose. Cheer really I can just cheer really loudly when they do well. And uh, Considering how Riff did not go very well. Yeah, I uh, am very curious to know a little bit more context for that, but I, I can kind of understand why I would do that. So it's funny because you mentioned that in traditional sports, like that it should be even safer at the studio for people to do that because the, the players can't hear you. But I feel like it is it, like it's such a smaller studio. There's only, you know, 300 seats or whatever that it actually makes it more intimate. I mean, you're, you're like 20 or 30 feet away from the person you're yelling this at. Mm -hmm. uh, so I can under, I can kind of understand that. Mark, you're at the studio all the time. I'm kind of curious about your take, and then, and then I want to hear from DeMonte. I mean, Mark, some of those things are... 
No, I'm not. Go ahead. I personally find heckling because this is heckling. This isn't trash talk. To be clear, I mean Twitch chat was pointing out too. Like you are not a player. No one cares about your thoughts technically. Like you know, like no one wants to stick a microphone in, in your face and hear what you think, which is what trash talk is supposed to be about. Heckling, I also still find hilarious though. Um, and so like good heckling at a sports game is like unbeatable. When I went, like I used to go to Celtics games all the time, and like oh man, it's Celtics fan. When when fucking someone came up on the line and there was this funny heckler who like had these great insults when someone was shooting free, it was great. But like that's such a different experience than the LCS. Like I kind of agree with Travis that it probably doesn't really have a place in the LCS. Like on a typical day, like if you're in the studio, probably not. If you were in an arena and heckling and someone security came up to you and was like please don't do that i'd be like what come on it's it's an arena but studio setting i, I probably agree with travis uh, that's fair i'm just saying generally go ahead uh jose we I, uh, jose i think we lost you demonte uh what do you think of this because you're a player and i imagine if you walked out on stage and somebody yelled, and I, I, I'm going to get to the main point, but I actually am just kind of curious about addressing this first. Somebody yelled like, hey, Demonte, you're going to get replaced by a import someday or something like that <laughs> at you. I, like, what do you think if you were getting heckled from the audience and how, I don't know, frustrated would you be? Um, I mean, I would probably laugh, but I'm also like Mark and I came from like, like as a kid, I went to sport games all the time. And like when I was in school, like high school, I would literally go to the A's, like Oakland A's games and go sit in the outfield and people would just mess with the outfielders like the entire just like saying shit to them and like, like that shit's funny but if you're at the studio like that's pretty it's pretty personal at the studio like everyone there is like really really close to each other I feel like it's not it's not the same as like if you're I mean yeah if you're in a big ass arena it's like way different yeah I uh, I pretty much as, disagree as for the broader point uh, around is Riot, the reason why people aren't trash talking. I kind of disagree with that because I feel like Riot wants people to trash talk, at least the pro players. Like the features team, uh, I don't know, DeMonte, I assume people, whenever you go in to get interviewed by the features team, they're like, so uh, what do you what do you think of that Niski guy? Uh, you know, they, it's, I'm guessing they're trying to get some good quotes out of you for that type of stuff. Um, I mean, I feel like the, for me personally, features doesn't really push me that much. Like... Also, I mean, if I'm not on like a more winning team, I feel like you have to be on a more winning team to <laughs> shit talk people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if I was, if, if Clutch were winning, like, best believe, like, I'm shit talking everyone we're playing against because that's, that shit's funny and it's, it makes everything hype, right? Like, I, yeah. I, 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 trash talk needs to be there. And right now it's like not there at all, which is really sad. Yeah. So I kind of disagree with Travis. I know they want trash talk, but I, I don't think that they have been necessary fairly supportive of everything that trash talk entails over the course of their like careers players get right fined. The esports side or the broader right at right side uh the esports side even though for okay. sure like like when fucking diamond or whoever did like this thing yeah. at like the korean team or whatever it was like I, unless i'm out of the loop like that's not actually a super insult I right think it's like, like flipping someone off it's like fuck you it's, right yeah it's right it's like flipping someone off but you didn't well, like, yeah, but I think your Europeans view it as flipping somebody off, right? I don't. Well, one, I don't know, but two, like, fucking great. That's what trash talk is. 
Do you do you think it's? Do you remember when High flipped off the? Yeah, I, I remember when High did that. That's what trash talk is. I mean, I think it, trash. Not, I don't think trash just, talk is literally flipping someone the bird. I think it could be, but it's not like I can understand why somebody why Riot would want something in between flipping someone the bird and and Soren being like. I really admire this team, and I think they're going to be better because they played us. Right, and, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's there's not like a spectrum of what you can have trash talk be, but like you can't like they they have actively worked against it more than other thing. Like uh, there's there's a number of times that like the the diamond prox ones for me it stands out as like that's not even that bad. It's, it's not like a specific thing, but maybe maybe I don't know what it is. I mean, we can but ask. We can ask you, Demonte. Like, do you feel like Riot try like Riot at all impedes you from trash talking, or that like the environment at the LCS prevents you from trash talking as much? I mean, Riot definitely doesn't like tell you not, not to. Like, I've definitely said like some toxic stuff in like a feature before, and like they were just like they they would just laugh. Like, but I mean, maybe when you're playing a game and then you walk to handshake the other team, it's like I give hugs to like all of them. It's like I don't know. It's it's like too weird for me to go and be like yeah fuck you i'm not gonna handshake you it's like uh, <laughs> but do you but the, the, trash like talk... the handshake thing and then the psych and then put your hand like that'd be sick that's well, really so like no. my question demonte that flame that you do in those features is it legitimate flame or is it like the tongue-in-cheek this is all for show um wait can you give like an example like a lot of times people are like yeah we're gonna type stuff you know like yeah. oh yeah uh we're, we're gonna win this match super easy like that i will I'll, is that the kind of stuff you're talking about or are you saying like i actually think this guy's boosted and like i'm gonna shit on him probably somewhere in the middle but definitely more the tongue-in-cheek if that's what you're trying to say and like that's like really really boring actually yeah i think i i don't think tongue-in-cheek ban is like <laughs> that at trash like i don't think that's like that's not real drama like what that's people true. want is real is is real opinions like they want your real thoughts not like haha yeah licorice is super good but i'm gonna beat him because i'm better haha like they don't want those kinds of like that's not really trash talk in my opinion mm -hmm. yeah so, i mean i think riot should like because whenever you, i do do features it's like uh it's not provoking enough the questions i think that they say maybe the players should go in there asking for that stuff more like I've never gone into features and they're like trying to edge me out some like spicy stuff. So I think it's still way more on the players than Riot at all. Did yeah, I mean, that stuff like that. It's it's definitely kind of thing where like no one should put words in your mouth. Um, yeah. And like if you don't have spicy opinions on people, like yeah, don't go there and fabricate spicy opinions. But I don't. I personally don't hear the trash talk being serious. Like mm. most people, when they say they're going to crush someone, then. They're not like it feels like they don't actually think the other person's bad versus the old days like season three and before when someone said they thought someone was bad like they legitimately thought that person sucked and shouldn't be on the stage first. Yeah, like, I mean we I, need I some like, like Attila and upset stuff and then that was hype. I mean Peter yeah. still trash talks, but I feel like everybody's just like oh that's he just does done it for so long now that they think it's like breathing for him. I mean he's just been shitting on everyone for like the last what year and a half, two years, like just like expected. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, even Gilius, right? Like, he just gives his honest <laughs> opinions on people. Like, he he's super flamey, and he's just, but he's like, well, what do you think of uh, this guy? He's like, I think he's a bad jungler, and I, I will destroy him, and he's not good enough to play 
in the LEC, you know, like when he was yeah. that, that shit was cool. Cause it didn't feel like he was with, with like the idea that it was all for show in his mind. Like he it felt like he really thought that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jose, any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say thanks for having me on. Uh, I definitely do understand that was heckling because I mean, obviously I'm a fan. I know what it, afterwards what happened. All right, I doesn't want any negative talk from anybody. But uh, uh, I will actually be there on Sunday, so I won't be yelling anything. And uh, after Yo, Demonte it, when he walks on stage, just be like, well, "Yo, no. Demonte, oh, oh. you sucked on the <laughs> league this week." No way, he played an echo fox. So I can't hate him. Hey, do it, bro. I'll laugh. Trust me. I'll give you a good. good... I'll, I'll heckle. I'll yeah, heckle Mark, from the analyst. Mark will walk out from the analyst. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just make. A, I'll just make. A, I'll just make a sign. Since I live. Since I go to. Since I live in Malibu, basically, I go all the time. So yeah, just make a big sign. Demonte, you're trash. D- D- I mean, State Farm has a the sign making yeah, thing out front, but I think they censor actually, you from saying anything bad with them. What? Really? I was actually there. I was actually there. Uh, well, no, not really. I was there like. Two weeks ago, and I was when Echo Fox played C9. And I was like, Rush really didn't sneak in, they didn't say anything at all. Okay, well, that I mean, that's not tra- actual okay. stuff. Bad, yeah. You went from hey, reckless, how does the bench feel to my player is better than this player? Like, that's the tamest thing ever. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, and I know it's the only time I've ever done anything like that because I mean, yeah. I was just like, E versus NA, a big rivalry, so I got kind of too hyped. What yeah. you should you should try and find the limit on what you can put on those signs. That's true. I should uh, because I'll, then we'll know how much Riot is actively dissuading it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could be our canary. Actually, don't do that because I'm worried about the the backlash. But anyway, thanks. So yeah, much. I'd rather not get kicked out and banned for life. Yeah, well, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about us. I don't want somebody to talk to yell at us about it. Thanks, Jose. Y'all Sunday. Have a good one. All right, moving on to the next caller. People on Twitch chat are trying to tech support me. They're like, just update your audio drivers. I'm not going to update my audio drivers in the middle of the stream, people. All right. I don't know how this works. Uh, let's see. We got Mark off grabbing the next person. Uh, looks like. This call, oh. this call perfectly segues. Okay. Labuda Mike. What's up? Where are you calling from? Illinois. Where? Where are you? Where I'm calling. I'm call, sorry, I'm calling from Illinois. Illinois, okay. And what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Uh, I wanted to ask you guys' opinions on the uh, top 10 like rankings for mid laners specifically. Top 10 rate? You want us to rate every mid laner? I'm, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to rate every mid laner, but Demonte might. Demonte, right. how, how are you going to rate? I, I, I'm um, ready for this. Are you, are you willing to do this? Marjorie, uh, are you going to do this too? Let me pull up the list. Uh, why don't somewhere easy to find? What? Uh, I just have the teams, the uh, teams up. Okay, that's pretty easy. Instead of doing a like one through ten, how about a A, B, C, D tier? A tier list? Yeah, a quick tier list. Okay. Uh, is that easier than doing one, two, three? I assume it yeah, is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's easier. Um. But man, it's going to feel bad whenever. I guess tenth place would feel bad too. But here, I will. I'll as we put this out. I'll, I'll put this in a notepad and show it on the screen, and then uh, people can see it as it develops uh, live. 
So, one second. What what spurred this question, Labuda Mike? Well, since we have Demonte on, I kind of wanted to see where he puts himself, and also Mark's thoughts specifically on like who he thinks are the top performing mid laners. Yeah. Okay. Mm. It's just always nice to see what you know where a player thinks he is, because even though Clutch isn't performing that well, you can argue that Demonte's you know the standout player. He's been performing pretty well, so. Okay, so we've got the uh, anybody listening to the podcast. I'm sorry. Hopefully, you'll. I just I've I've put it up on the the screen uh, for the ABCD, but I'm sure Mark and Demonte will narrate it out, so maybe you'll get it that way. But what what should we? Which way do you guys want to work? A tier down or D tier up? Uh, I don't know. I'm still I'm still throwing my list together. Let's do A tier A tier down. And you don't have to like just do the make the list right now with us, Mark. Who's, okay. okay, who's on your A tier list? Well, I mean that's the thing is it's 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 hard. I mean, uh, actually, mid lane is really weird this way too. I agree because there's so many different styles for every different team that it's like really weird. Because Niski is like not some like superstar pop off player, but the role he puts on C nine is so insane. I feel it sounds like you guys are already making excuses. Uh, no, it's not excuses. It's just like, yeah, yeah. give me, give me who's who's the people that think, you think are a tier mid laners in the LCS, Demonte. So before I before I give mine, which I'll start giving in a second, what I I actually a hundred percent agree with Demonte because I was looking at like most played champions in the mid lane like presence statistics and stuff, and there wasn't anything higher than like a seventy percent presence, which is usually not the case. Usually everyone's playing the same shit. It's like okay, the the mid lanes everyone's playing are Rise, Casio. Ori, Azir, right? Or like some, yeah. or like everyone's playing Syndra LeBlanc. This split, there's like not that many like OP mid laners that everyone's playing. So people have more flexibility to play, play like what works. So yeah. it's a harder split to directly compare players because like Jensen and Niski are playing completely different shit, right? Or like whatever. Whereas normally you would want to directly compare those. Great. Yeah. Like you could compare like Power Evil and Huhi. And it's like polar opposites. Like Pyro is doing like a million damage every game and like hyper carrying games in this meta. And then, yeah, so what you're like saying is Power of Evil is A tier and who he is D tier. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, yes, correct. Okay. So, what, no, but literally, who who am I pitting in these A tiers? Uh, so, my first one would be Jensen. Same. Okay. Uh, then I actually have, uh, I have Bjergsen as well. I also have Bjergsen. Great. Okay. I feel like there should be a role. You can't have more than three in a tier. Well, I have four in B. I only have two. Okay. I was also going to go to B after this. <laughs> okay. All right. Damn okay. it. Stop copying me. You, have to go next. you go next. Okay. And then I have, uh, I have Pobo out there. Yep. Alter I got him there. Okay. And then... I mean, I'm making mine on the fly. This is a little unfair. I mean, uh, Mark so, is making his too. Mark, do you want to give me a B tier? I, I have all mine filled out now. Uh, okay. I have Crown in B tier, and I actually think he's like A tier in skill, but from what I understand, he doesn't communicate that well with his team, which holds him back. So he's okay. he's like almost A tier in terms of skill, but just uh, not quite there. Okay. Uh, this is supposed to be... Wait, why, why am I answering? This is supposed to be DeMonte's list. You wait, this no, is really you're both doing the list together. Uh, I thought I thought the caller asked for Demonte. Caller, who did you ask for? 
Okay, I'd put Niski next. Niski is next. Niski's on B tier. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, who else, Devante? Uh, You're still uh, looking. Mark, back to B. Uh, I also POE and B tier. POE. Okay. Who else? Are you making these separate? I'm looking at your thing. Yes. Oh, I, I agreed on Niski and Pobel too. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and then I'm just gonna go to C. All right. And then so you wait, Demonte. You only have two in beat here. Yeah. Okay. Sick. Great. Love it. And then I'm gonna throw every single player into C that's left, oh, and what? then in no. B I'll put who he. No. No. You cannot you have. Are you is are you serious that or are you you think? Six players are all C tier. Yes. I feel like you just don't. I feel like there's so many inconsistent players right now. It's insane, and everyone's playing so much different shit. Anybody in D tier? No, I did. I said, I said, who he? Oh, who he's in D tier? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually not that different from what I I had. Demonte Frog and Phoenix in my C tier, and who he in my D. Okay. But like the the crown one is an example of one that I think makes sense in C tier. Like I think he actually leads the league in deaths for mid laners. Yeah, he does. So like I'm clearly like overvaluing his skill versus his like output this season, right? So you have uh Demonte, Frog and Phoenix POE and Crown in your C tier, Demonte. Yeah. Okay. I think is that is that everybody? Am I missing anyone? Uh, so Mark, to round it out, yours and for the podcast listeners, your A tier is Jensen and Bjergsen, B tier is Crown, POE, Niski, Pobelter, C is Demonte, Frog, and Phoenix, and D is Huhi. Yeah. Uh, all the play- Yes, that's right. Okay. And then Demonte, your A tier is Jensen and Bjergsen, then Pobelter, Niski, then C is Demonte, Frog, and Phoenix, POE, and Crown, and D tier is Huhi. Is that correct? Um, yeah. Actually, put I put crown in B. Actually, you, you put crown in B. Yeah. Okay. That's is, is that's, that because that's of Demonte doing in, uh... that because he got it's because he got solo killed by him. This yeah, that's this what I was gonna say. Is that because of what happened? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Cra- pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. So that answers the question. What do you think? Caller, do you have any thoughts on on the rankings, or do you feel anybody's in the wrong place? No, I mean, I think the list is perfect. Other than, I was surprised that both of you guys put Frog in as a C tier, not D tier, considering he can't play, you know, any real meta champions. I mean, this week he played really well on the Victor, but like with Karthus, or in, did they even, I don't think they even won the Nivea game, right? Uh, they, I think they lost, but I think that was against Team Liquid or something. I forget. Oh, okay, okay. It just, I don't know, like, what makes you guys put Frog in as a C, not a D tier? I think he, he can be kind of limited in his playstyle and champ pool, but, like, the wins that Golden Guardians have gotten this season have largely been off his carry performances on things like the Karthus, Anivia, now Victor recently, so... I think, uh, he might be more limited than some people, but he's also had some really, really good games. 
Demonte. Are you talking about Froggen? Is that what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Demonte's distracted because he's sitting there trash talking <laughs> Niski in the chat. I look okay. over. No, I no, no. Typing, okay. and then in chat, Demonte pops up as like, "You're trash. You're fuming. Blah blah blah." At Niski. <laughs> like, okay, no, for, okay, for Froggen, pay, uh, pay attention. No, no, Froggen. At the beginning of this play, he was on. Uh, he was trying to play like Galio and Ergot, and it was pretty bad. And now you're seeing. His coach, Anero, making the great choice, and he's putting him on like Karthus, Victor, stuff like that, and he's really popping off now. So that's what I was saying with earlier. It's like every mid laner is playing so much different stuff. It's hard to rate everyone because like some mid laners are able to play the tanks and some aren't, and some are able to hyper carry and some aren't. So it's like pretty weird. But to the caller's point, it feels like the Froggen's not playing like oh this type or this type. He's just playing Froggen champions. Yeah, he's just playing comfort champions. It's true, but I mean, yeah, Victor's Victor's pretty meta, so okay. He is playing comfort, but he's also winning on those comfort. So it's it's like sure. hard to say they shouldn't be doing that when they they didn't win doing more meta stuff. Mm -hmm. And Arrow says, "I put him on Karthus now. Give me a paycheck." Uh, all right. Anyway, Labuda Mike, thank you so much for the call. For having me, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, have a good one. Uh, Travis, you want to do a dramatic reading where I'll be Niski and you can be Demonte? Sure. Uh, the, you'll, wait, I'm, uh, you'll be Niski, I'm Demonte? Yeah, what kind of accent does Niski have? I actually don't know. Uh, European, bro. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> European's not an accent. You banter accent. No, it's just a generic... Why is oh, Demonte Nisky so insecure? No, but why is he just so insecure, man? Yeah, why is Demonte so insecure, man? Okay. Niski, you're trash. Keep playing Liss and Galio. You forgot the lol. You got a lol. Lol. Playing Silas, smurfing on some kids with 20% win rate in solo queue. Imagine. Devante said, or you're fuming. Where's my next slide? I'd win with I'd win versus you with one hand, man. Uh and then Demonte. Did he was that it? I think that's when you called him out. Okay, cool. Nah, but see, I like this is what we have to do now to get trash talk going is like they're literally only willing to trash talk each other in the twitch chat on the show <laughs> on the show fucking demonte's like yeah i think i think niski he's b tier you know he's pretty good and then in the twitch chat he's like calling him i'm like come on people <laughs> get it going jesus <laughs> i'm not calling with <laughs> <laughs> no response dude it's doomed jesus all right okay. whatever anyway let's move on to the next caller by the way, I don't want to jinx it, but I think the audio might have resolved itself. The internet might have fixed itself. So, Freyo, thank you for the three months. Uh, Dadaris gifted a sub to Dashing Bay. Thank you, Dadaris. Dadaris gifting a ton of subs. Captain Crouton. And then that's what's up. 777 for the four months. Uh, and by the way, I just want to point out the bit leader. There's only one person on the bit leader board, 200 bits. That could be you. You could be the bit leader. And everyone would be jealous. And your significant other would finally be interested in you after all this time. Hey, it's Anero. Oh. Anero, welcome hey. to the show. Wow. What up? Where are you yeah, calling no, from? Anero. Hello? Hi. Where, uh, are where are you calling from, Anero? Uh, uh, I'm calling from Venice. Venice? California. California. Yeah. Okay, cool. Wow. Yeah. You, that Golden Gal uh, Guardian salary must be pumping up because Venice is not an. Is it expensive? It's the op. It's the the opposite of Martha's Vineyard, I believe, is what most people refer to it as. 
Whatever I don't know what that is, but I'm making the same as I made on Echo Fox, man. So I'm chilling. Damn. Okay. Uh, so, so, oh, what? So, Tassel? Uh, not even close. Okay. Well, Re- real quick, an arrow. Since Demonte well, thinks I hate him when he sees me, an arrow. Yeah. You would say we're we're cool online, but have I ever spoken to you in person? You've never said a word to me, and I'm also mildly convinced you might not like me either. <laughs> really? <laughs> See? You've never said a word to me in person, but that's most. <laughs> to, to never said fair, a single thing. To be fair, I've known Mark for like six years now, and I've been yeah. working with him professionally for three. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't like me. So I, I'm right there with you guys. I understand. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure people think the same thing about me, though. The other the other day, Mark's Happens. girlfriend messaged me, and she's like, do you think Mark doesn't like me? I'm like, man, I, this is <laughs> getting rough. She, she told me her friends were scared of me. Yeah. Like, they just didn't think I was an approachable. I guess yeah. I'm not an approachable person. Well, I mean, we would be getting way more calls on this show if you were a more approachable person. But all right whatever uh and arrow what did you want to talk about on the uh-huh. show tonight i mean travis are you the one who moved me into the waiting room yes because you you were putting stuff in the the topic chat. did you see what my questions were because no i i oh it was something about bitcoin i think yeah it was not a real question travis i was just hanging out and i was bored in your chat okay well if you're putting stuff into the topics chat you need to be ready to get pulled in Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Um, okay. Tanner, I still own the... my Ethereum. <laughs> nice. I'd cash it out fast. But real question, Tanner, who's the worst team in the LCS and why? The worst team in the LCS and yeah. why? I think we probably have a yeah, yeah. key caller waiting, so maybe we don't need to spend too much time on that. So everyone's trying to hard bait you into trash talking something. I'm going to join it. All right. <laughs> Hundred thieves. All right, and why? I mean, All right, this is a great call, guys. And detail. Okay, so. wait. I'm just. I'm really just thinking about this <laughs> because I know the next time I'm gonna play them, mid diff is just gonna be too huge. <laughs> the mid difference is gonna be too huge. <sighs> Holy fuck! It's trash talk. The, the best part about trash talk like that is like if who he slams Demonte, like, you know, you, you weren't wrong. You know, it, the difference was too big. Just not how you thought. Yeah, exactly. I, I do like that. We've got clutch, a clutch player trash talking hundred T right now. Like literally it's just perfect. at the bottom That's of the, the standings. They're going yeah. He's like, it's the hype. Listen, we're both tied for last place, but you're it's definitely the worst. It's too sad. It's good. I uh, like it. This is what the show is, you know. Let, the let, funny thing is, like, we're t- I was saying I was biased against Clutch before just because I, in my preseason power ranking, I put them 10th. So I'm like, please be that. But I also bought 100 Thieves stock. So, like, you? I. Th- yeah, I think they're kind of garbo, and I really regret doing it. But now I'm just their fan for another week because I own their stock from the stock market segment. Mm. And you're and you're still actively rooting against clutch. Well, I have one clutch stock actually, so I hope they win. Do you have any GGS stock? No. Ever since you guys fucking, fucking tanked man. me, you fucking Art. tanked me the first two weeks. I'm not. But I don't believe. And you sold. You sold fast. I you sold, didn't fucking huddle or what, bro? I did not huddle. I, mean, I did not believe. I mean, would you be in an okay place right now Whatever. if you had? I mean, they've they've won a couple times, but 
I yeah, imagine. if I if I held it, I think I'd be okay because I I I I own their stock during their zero four portion, and now they've gone four and two since then. So I think I'd be in a pretty good spot. Yeah. All right, and Aaron, uh, do you have any other questions whatever. for Demonte, or was that the whole point of this segment? I I mean, Demonte, do you have any Say questions for about Galio, bro? There's something about Galio. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no one got the meme, but in our match against Clutch, we first fanned Galio <laughs> and first fanned Lucian. So when we did internal scrims on Echo Fox, that was a very common matchup where Tanner would play Galio and Froggen would play Lucian. So it was just like a little internal meme that we all got. I think we all just looked at each other and laughed on stage, but no one else would have. So understood. wait, you were memeing with your bands? Uh, definitely wasn't memeing, but it just happened to happen, and we knew we were going to ban it first, and we knew they would ban that first, so we okay. made sure to ban Galio first, just for gotcha. the ha ha. Just so that Demonte gets it. I get, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Demonte, do you have any questions for an arrow? Um, when are you going to bring back your long hair? I really miss it. That's never coming back. That was a really <laughs> good social experiment, but I think we're going to keep that one, uh, yeah, away from everything. Was it, was it longer than the Echo Fox days, or was it something else? No, that. Uh, it's now just migrated to my facial hair. We're chilling with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm never doing this again. Hey, Aaron, do you have any final it. thoughts before we move on to the next color? Uh, no, just patiently waiting for Tanner to hurry up so he can play a uh, crunker or something. Nice. Oh. Right. See, ya. what is crunker? You don't it's know the crunker? best game ever. You really got to play crunker. You need to get on the wave. I uh, I'm on the auto chess. Yeah, train. auto chess. What is up? Night it's crunker.io the best oh, it's these io games yeah yeah but it's, it's like it's, it's like minecraft it's like a CSGO. real game yeah that's actually a perfect way to describe it yeah it's too good all right anyway see you later all right see you by the way somebody in chat says auto chess is dead let me tell you what's dead artifact there were apparently three viewers on twitch last night watching artifact and one of the streams was somebody who was streaming a replay or rerun, and another person was streaming Apex Legends and just forgot to change their category. So there was actually just one person watching Artifact last night, which was... Damn, Crunker's so laggy. Right, don't play Crunker right now. Talk to me about how Artifact is dead. <laughs> That's what I'm enjoying. Oh, is it? I mean, but the, that thing was like a stillborn, you know? Like, it Jeez. didn't come out alive. Came out dead. All right. Let's grab, uh, we got 15 minutes, we got three more callers to go, so let's let's run through it. Uh, thank you to the bits. There's a bit war happening right now. If you're listening to the audio version, that's what those pings are. I, I don't know how to turn them off, but uh, Roronora Poro, thank you for the 10 months. Wow, 10 months. Uh, and then Pluto7443 through 1500 bits, I mean, thank you. Uh, Dataris gifted a sub to Pharaoh Mustang, and then Ribs of Fly uh, sent 1000 bits. Travis, I think this is your call. Okay. Oh, yes. Nikleos. I pulled you in here because Mark doesn't have the balls to take this call. Uh, I didn't. I stopped looking 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he was afraid that somebody would bring this up. You know, he's just a shill for the LCS broadcast. But I am willing to have the conversations that need to happen. Uh, Nikleos, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Santa Clarita, California. Okay, I believe you've been on the show. Were you on like last week? I was on. Yeah, last you week, you yeah. you couldn't was, pronounce his name for the life. Yeah. I still can't pronounce it. I think. And also, can you move a little closer to your mic because you're a little quiet? <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah. Yes, okay. I like how you're testing. Well, my voice it was is clearing low. your throat into the microphone. Yeah, I apologize. Yep. All right. I have what, a low voice. 
It's fine. Uh, it's it's all good. What do you want to talk about on the show tonight? I already know. So I wanted to talk about how Riot does not use the time in between weeks to advertise effectively and in between matches, like the break period between every game, to advertise anymore. Uh, they've ne- Well, they've actually never advertised as before but they used to fill the time with like little mini interviews between players or like with trailers for their featured matchups and they haven't done any of that mm. and, and yeah so when you say advertise yeah. we shouldn't say advertising sponsors you just mean like literally promotional content for the lcs well they they could advertise jerseys you know like, like they have the store in the studio to sell jerseys and they don't even advertise those and now well, they, have they don't sell the jerseys in the store in the studio which by, by the way i don't know why but Wait, they don't sell them there? I didn't even no. know that. Also, apparently, sell- we're lagging. Or, wow. or we got dropped again. Uh, right, Ryan's pulling the plug. All right, so, <laughs> so uh, you were just saying, though, yeah, so they don't sell... I don't know why they don't sell jerseys in the, the store right now, but um, shout-out to the new... They used to sell them, so shout-out to the new We Are Nations partnership, because I don't know why they can't get that together. But, uh, yes, so you're saying they aren't doing as much promotional content... Yeah, uh, and they do and advertise they, merch on the stream, uh, as Avli's pointing out in chat. Um, but they, yeah, but like they could put in like a little mini trailer with like a voiceover that's like a little bit more production value. Like putting on a screenshot, like they half the time they have the shots of the players making a goofy pose and like the standings. Yeah, and for another like thirty seconds, they'll advertise like a jersey from yeah. one of the teams. But how much sicker would it be to have like? A voiceover from like Bjergsen about like the what the TSM jersey means and like or Demonte about like why he joined Clutch like wh- what he's going to pull out this season you know like it would be so much better to advertise in that way with an actual commercial than like a tech techie song playing in the background while players are standing in front of one hundred percent. So my I, what I've always wondered because I'm watching it at the studio. Um, and, and so I don't get to see, but I, I always assumed that on the Twitch and the YouTube channels, they were running ads at that point in time, but I don't know. Maybe they're not. No, no. ads. Uh, are you running ad block Nucleos? No, I don't run ad block okay. because people like you need the revenue. So I don't run ad block. I run ad block, but person. they do run ads during that time. Oh, they do run ads. Well, I, I can't imagine because sometimes they it'll be like th- it feels to me and I'd have to go back and look, but it feels to me like it's like three or four minutes long. I can't imagine that they are running three or four minutes long worth of ads. Sorry. No, and when no, I say don't. ads, because I know that they I know they run a State Farm ad that is baked into the broadcast yeah, and they run an Alienware Area 51 ad that is baked into the broadcast. I am specifically talking about whether or not they are the same way I can press an, a button to run an ad on this channel right now. If like they're letting Twitch and YouTube serve ads. Do you know if they are Mark? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. They don't have Twitch ads playing during the broadcast. It's just the baked in state farm stuff and the alienware. I could be wrong. I thought they also had and a Twitch chat can correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought they also did have Twitch ads running. Yeah. So people are saying no ad block and literally never seen a Twitch ad during LCS. Then somebody says they have two minutes of ads. So I don't. Some people are saying I they do. Twitch some ads, people are saying Twitch they don't. Do run. Everyone's saying they do. Regardless, I, I've I, never seen a Twitch ad. Okay, a bunch of people are saying that they do. So it, listen, the sometimes it just gets served to different people and not to others. It, it, it's sometimes random like that because it depends on inventory and who's getting targeted and all that. So 
just because you don't see it doesn't mean that they're, they're not running That's it. True. But a lot of people on Twitch chat are saying they definitely see Twitch ads on LCS broadcast. So let's well, just say that they do. But regardless of that point, I'm not even talking about like advertising in general. I'm more talking about advertising towards the partners, like the teams in the league. Yes. Like advertising TSM's jersey, advertising the match between like TSM and Cloud9, like how important that is. Stuff like that. Like, where is that content? We're not getting any of that anymore. I mean, one of the things I, I, I would really like to see yeah. is them advertising the team content. Because I talked about this in that video that I did, I don't know, like two weeks ago or something. But the there's a, like FlyQuest and Golden Guardians, who in the past have gotten flame for not putting out content, have been putting out a lot of content this split. And it, you know, it just doesn't go on Reddit or whatever. And so it doesn't get as much views. I actually think it'd be perfect to show clips from that content or the content itself or or whatever i think there's just so much they can do rather than having like the dead screen sitting there and i can't imagine that the twitch ads are running for like the full what feels to me like four minutes at a time sometimes i don't know yeah like remember like breaking point they uh team liquid made like a trailer for that like how awesome would it be to have like a trailer for squad or tsm legends like from last year like when they go to worlds or something you know something like that or like the netflix trailer for instance yeah. as an example and by the way somebody a couple of people on twitch that are saying yes they do run it during the pre-countdown but the pre-countdown has like 10k or 20k viewers they're not running it during the middle of the show whenever it's got i don't know like between yeah, twitch and youtube hopefully 200k so that feels like it'd be far more significant and a much better way to provide value to the franchises and and they have so many breaks that are like five minutes. Yeah. Between what they should match. really do. Let me tell you how to save the LCS. You get Demonte on there, and you get him to do bounties. So analyst test tosses. You have like the couple ads that play, and it goes to Demonte, and he's gonna use the bounty board to oh, watch the ads. Bounty play. board system. Twitch. Bounty board system. Damani's playing games for thirty minutes between games. Well, we haven't talked about this, but the Twitch bounty board system got crushed in terms of. Oh yeah, how much it's payouts are? It's not. Well, never mind. We can't save the LCS. It's doomed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. Anyway, I I completely agree. I don't know. I so Mark, I don't you don't need to feel obligated to say anything here because you're part of the broadcast. So if you just sort of, you know, throw your hands out, I understand. But uh, do you have any thoughts? Uh. I'm I don't know anymore because people are saying they don't play ads between matches, but other people are saying they I mean even uh, I don't, even in a world where they do play some ads, I can't imagine that they're playing like four, four minutes worth ads. Yeah. Yeah, there's still three or four yeah. minutes. It's not you I mean I think I think they can do more. I definitely agree. I think some things you would have to like actually pay attention to and you, you do them because I think a lot of times people are like, Yeah, let's shoot ads of uh Bjergsen talking about buying a TSM shirt. Or something and like maybe that works but you should also actually do the analytics to follow up on if that actually works uh because it might not and you're just wasting time sure. and resources to do like, um wouldn't anything but the, nothing well i'm just saying it's better than wasting time on something that has no effect because then you're actually spending time and money on it uh but i mean like the team content stuff that exists you have to pay someone to cut it and bake it in there and spend like you're paying someone to put that stuff in there and you need to decide if that's worth it because that means someone's going to have to watch all the team content and compile a list of team content then cut all the team content and then splice it into the broadcast does yeah. riot uh, need to do that couldn't they ask the teams you know as partners to if 
they well, want his point, to. So if Mark's the point that they'd be wasting their time too. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I just oh. we have to move on, and Demonte's half asleep during this conversation. I don't, Demonte, do you, if you have anything, you don't have to say anything. But I, I don't know. If Wait, no, I know. Don't they play uh, like before the day starts? They play like a bunch of the team content on Sundays. They do, yeah, but they have significantly less viewers. Is a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only time I see the team content on yeah. broadcast. So, anyway, uh, Nucleos, any final thoughts? Uh, no, I just wanted to get that out there. And I hope you know I. I've watched the broadcast for five, six years now, and I feel like the the amount of advertising for games for matches themselves has gone down. Oh yeah, really there's less hype, like videos yeah. or whatever, being released ahead of featured matches and stuff like that. Yeah, Agreed. so that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely don't want to make it sound like I don't think that more should be done because I do. I just think more needs to be smart too, not just more in general. Mm. Yeah. Be- People in the chat, right. by the way, are saying that it could be because of Twitch Prime, because people that are grandfathered into the old Twitch Prime system where you would not have to see ads, like that might be the case way. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even talking about Twitch ads. I was just talking about like they have some baked in ads like the, you know, the State Farm stuff, but they could be doing more. With well, that. you can't That's run. You don't want to run any real content if you're running ads over the top of it, because it encourages people to do ad block. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, thanks so much for the call. All right. Have a good day. Have a good one. All right. Moving on to last two callers here of the night. I am, uh, by the way, we got some more stuff here. We got the Lost Remedy for two months. Duo Pact, uh, who sent Prime sub. Pizza Rat 87. Great name. And Ribs of Fly sent another thousand bits. Let's finish the show with a 100T discussion. I don't know if we're going to. I don't know who Mark has pulled, but I'm ready to let DeMonte let loose against Hunter T. As we've already seen, he's willing to. Very excited. Rasenkin, where are you calling from? I'm calling from New York. Welcome to the show. What do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Uh, I wanted to talk about how uh, the two teams that are going to slide into playoffs after the top four are going to be Golden Guardians. And Sorry, DeMonte. Wait, oh, Guardians and who? <laughs> and Optic. Optic. All right. Well, Demonte, I'm sorry you're not making it to playoffs, but Rasenkin has called it. Why do you think Golden Guardians and Optic? Well, uh, personally, I think that Golden Guardians have been, have been on the upswing in the last few weeks. I think most people can agree on that. Also, they seem to have found a play style that uh, uh, kind of fits them with Froggen playing like these, kind of scaling uh, pretty strong. Picks in mid lane uh, with like Azir buffs coming in. Next patch, Azir has actually like uh, gotten really good. So I think that could be a champion that could shift the meta because Azir like kind of distorts mid lane. So it kind of fits into uh, Golden Guardians better. Also, Optic have, most people know, the best early game in the league, like at 15. I think their lead is the best. Um, and it's mostly just they need to convert that into something better, better in the mid game which is like possible like you grab an early lead and you just need to learn how to like close the game out quicker and, and uh <clears throat> i think that's why they'll edge out over clg and echo fox um echo fox looks really like inconsistent you know even like they, you could say they're consistent one and one but that's just inconsistency to me and clg i just think they're like their pieces aren't good enough to you know keep together especially on the top jungle and Golden Guardians. 
also Optic, uh, too old, too old clutch. So clutch can't make playoffs if Optic die. Mm. Uh, Demonte, what do you think about Optic and how good they are? Do you have any thoughts on them? Um, I think they're pretty solid. I think of all like the, uh, like the bottom five teams, they're probably like the most solid out of any of them. I feel like. Mm. Like it feels like the other teams kind of just randomly will. I mean, you know, I've, the two games that I played was Optic. It was like uh, the first one. Like, I mean, both games I felt like they just played well. So maybe I'm a bit biased in this. And I didn't really watch all the other games that closely. But like, I feel like they played just solid games when I played versus them. Versus when I played versus like the other bottom teams, most of the games were just fiestas. Like, it just felt like they're a bit better than the other ones. So I'd kind of agree, yeah. I uh, I think the thing that scares me about Optic, and they did play two of their better games against you guys, actually, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, but what scares me with Optic is, is that it sounds like the problems that they're facing are pretty serious, where uh, we've heard Medios and Big have, like, different opinions on, on a lot of stuff. And so, like, if they like, can't fix that, then they need to go to Dardock, maybe, or maybe they pull Big out and gate comes in does that mean Asta comes in so they have pretty serious concerns that don't just like oh but we had we worked we worked together and things got better you know so like i think a team like clutch doesn't have those same concerns same with a team like uh golden guardians or uh, uh it's one other outside the playoffs i can't think of right now but anyways I, I think they actually have some of the more serious problems with teams not in the playoffs uh, because they have really different stuff. They have options, but the, it's still like a problem we need to fix, and you're not guaranteed to fix it. Demonte, why is this guy wrong? Why will Clutch make it in over at least one of these teams? Um, I mean, it really is just depending on how our practice goes, right? Like, I still feel like we're making like a turnaround right now. Like last week. We kind of showed that we like are playing well again, and like literally all the clutch game, all the clutch players have been uh, saying in like interviews and stuff that our scrims have been going well, but we just haven't been training on stage, which is pretty true. Like when we when we uh, won two over in the first week, like our scrim record was like twenty five percent, and then like now our scrim rate is like way higher. It's it's like well over fifty percent now. So it's like as long as we are able to translate that, we should be able to go to playoffs, but. Losing O2 to Optic actually is a pretty big deal because that means if we do go 99 and they also go 99, they will just get the spot. So basically, we have to shoot for 10 and 8 at this point, which means we can only lose one more game. So, thanks. Well, I mean, Optic yeah. can lose somewhere, right? Yeah, uh, as well. Well, I think the worst thing is that Clutch uh, in their final week plays Cloud9 and TSM. So those two teams are, are you know, probably going to not get worse as time goes on. So, and when teams get better, like, for Clutch to get better than TSM and Cloud9, it'd have to be a pretty insane kind of growth for those to beat the second and third place teams in the league. So, like, I, I just don't think, just the way their schedule fits out, that their last week is probably their hardest week. I just don't think they can even if they went, you know, they run the table before then. They're still going to take nine losses if you think they lose to them in the last week. Yeah. Well, 
This is a rough call. Razenkin, thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to say uh, before we move on to the next caller? Uh, Hundred teams last, and Golden Guardian taking third. Just putting it out there. Wait, what'd you say? Third. Golden Guardian taking third. Golden Guardians is taking third. Yeah. In undefeated. Uh, in, in regular. The, in the next. In the regular. In the regular split, they're going to end up moving up to third place. Yep, Demonte, you don't need to worry about what this guy thinks anymore. He's clearly high. It's <laughs> just worthless now. Thanks for asking. They beat him. TSM once. They just need one more. Yeah. Okay. Have a good one. You too. <laughs> what a banger prediction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I mean, again, this is how people end up famous because they make these predictions, and then three months from now, there's a guy called in halfway through the split and predicted Golden Guardians would get third. Um. Yeah. Anyway, we got one last call. Uh, by the way, after the stream or after the show is done, I am going to be streaming with Ovali. Maybe he wants to stick around and hang out with me and Ovali. Ventus official has returned to the show. Ventus, where are you calling from? This is. I'm calling from DC, and this is actually my first time. Awkward. I have subscribed a lot. So. You've, yeah, I've read your name so many times as a subscriber yeah. that it feels like you've been here all along with me every show. I feel more connected to you than I feel to Mark. Yeah, I've been there in spirit the entire time. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being I've a Twitch sub, by the way. What do you want to talk about on the show tonight? So I was going to ask DeMonte, what are some things that he didn't expect from pro-life like before he became a pro um, that like surprised him? And what are some pros and cons that people like fans and people outside the industry wouldn't know about pro-life um shoot probably the biggest pro i think now this year i'm starting to feel it more because like i'm starting to be less of a random uh it's like for me it's like i can tweet the stupidest shit and then everyone loves it it's pretty funny to me i'll just make some random tweet and then it bangs and then i'm happy um, can you give us an example? Yeah. Um, actually, I'll just go to yesterday on my Twitter. I tweeted out a DNA strand. And the DNA strand was just a bunch of yeehaws. And I got 5,000 likes and 900 retweets. And I was just a big fan of my stupid tweet. Did you and steal you this go. from somebody? I assume you stole this from somebody. It, it might have been nabbed, but you can go even further back. And... I tweeted that I wanted to toast a donut, and it also banged. So your favorite thing about being a pro is that you can you get more likes on your tweets. Yeah, and then yeah, my game day tweets are also bangers. I tweeted I want if I win today, I hope I get a girlfriend. It banged. I, I lost, so I didn't get a girlfriend, but it banged. That's all that matters. Um, but actually, like more serious though, it's like uh, from pro life to when I was trying to be pro life, be, being a pro, it's not that much different. Like I'm still just spending all day long playing league. It's just that now in person with people. So like, it was hard to adapt to it first. Like I had to realize I had to be like not socially awkward, not socially like stupid. And that was like the biggest change. But I'm pretty used to it now. But I'd say the black and white of off season and on season is pretty hard to uh handle sometimes because during season you have no, no time to do anything. And then during off season you just have all the free time in the world. So it's pretty weird transitioning sometimes. Okay. Is it is it like more mentally stressful than you thought? Because I every time I see new pros and stuff like like people like that come into the scene, 
I, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, that's it's such an amazing time. Same with being like a professional streamer, which mm-hmm. I do agree. That would be like, it's an awesome job. But I feel like with especially people in esports and a lot of streamers, I feel like I see a lot of it. Like it, it can take a toll like on their mental health sometimes, like just or burning out. Like, do you do anything to avoid that? Like, did someone talk to you about this? Like your coaching staff or anything like that? Um, talk to you about that? Or is it just like not as big of an issue as like I would think it would Um. It definitely took a toll on me. I mean, I got banned last split. If you remember that or know that, like during that time, I was like not really taking care of anything in my life. I was kind of just playing league all day and ignoring, and that resulted in me getting really mad and saying stuff in solo queue I shouldn't have. So it definitely took a toll in that sense. And now I'm kind of doing more to fix that and like make sure stuff like that doesn't happen. And I think as like LCS players get older, they all kind of realize that. And that's why people who are older, it's like the older players in LCS, probably they spend less time playing than the youngers do just because they want to make sure like they're healthy in their mindset. Okay. Thanks. That was really interesting. Thanks so much for calling in, Vantis. Uh, Ari's appreciate your calls. Uh, they are always insightful and really appreciated. Thanks so much. Demonte, have you been oh. recognized in public? Wait. Oh, wait. Vantis, do you have anything you want to say? Yeah, can I give a shout out to Team Liquid Steve for setting up a viewing party in DC for free? Yeah, I think you shout just did. Shout out to Steve. Yeah, thanks. And yeah. Alienware for all of their great things. Yeah. Cool. Dumonte, have you been recognized in public somewhere, just like at a mall or anything? No, I haven't. Never. That's that's the real. Is it you just get the fat dopamine hit as soon as that happens? Or- no, <laughs> I sort of got when I am on a date, I have a higher chance of being recognized than when I don't. You would think that like I am paying people to come up and like ask for a picture with me when I'm on these dates because it's just like I don't know what it is, but the oh, chances dates. of it it's incredible. plural. Well, you know, I I try to fit in a couple of days. It happens. It happens like twice <laughs> a year. You let them like, let It's pretty you nice. Know, <laughs> I was just, it's, uh, you know, one in 2017, one in 2018, hoping for the 2019 <laughs> one. Uh, it's been a work in progress, you know. If you've got any pro it's, tips, Demonte, that'd be great. I hear, should I be trying to get uh, people to call me Big Papa? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, good. And then also just become a pro player, and then every e-girl will love you. Oh, is that how it works? Please, let's yeah. talk more about this. Do you want some uh, League of Legends lessons? And then, yeah. Okay. There you go. Great. Thank you. Uh, Mark, you were going to say something. I was going to say about the like fans in public thing. It's not. It's not as cool. I mean, there's times where it makes you feel cool, like the one Travis talking about, where there's like someone you're trying to impress or something. But most of the time, it's just like, hey, what? and then and it's really awkward because they don't know what to do. Because they'll go, "Are you are you Tanner or are you Demonte from Clutch?" And you'll be like, "Yeah," and they'll be like. And then they'll kind of just hover around. <laughs> it's like, do you want a picture? And then like, you feel like conceited for asking if they want a picture with yeah, you. Yeah, that's that. I will say that whenever somebody and you don't know if they like are afraid to ask for a picture. And so it's like, should you offer the picture? Because they're like afraid to ask, but you just look like a jerk. If they're like, no, like they didn't want the picture. Yeah, they don't want a picture. I want Wait, maybe to you're also biased, though, Mark, because you said you're antisocial, right? Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was at the mall 
this weekend and I was wearing a bunch of C9 shit and probably middle school kids, maybe early high school kids were like, whoa, are you on C9? I just said no and walked away as fast as I could. I didn't <laughs> want to be kid, like that. I, kid later on was like, I got the impression that guy doesn't like me. I don't understand. <laughs> well, my other option I almost said was, do you guys know Shroud? And she tried to pretend that I was friends with Shroud. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's I, my younger brother is not really impressed by me, but he is impressed that Kelby uh, works with Ninja. And one time I was like, I went to dinner with Ninja, which was true. And he was very impressed, but he doesn't give a shit about me as a person. Well, that's because you don't interview Fortnite people. That's true. All right. Uh, this has been a great show. Demonte. Do you have anything you want to promote or plug or throw out there? Uh, yeah. Um, thanks for having me on the stream. I mean, can I plug like my own stream? Sure. Yeah. All right. Just follow me. Twitch.tv slash Demonte. I've been streaming as much as I can. And, and you'll find my YouTube there as well. I've been uploading like weekly vlogs, trying to give more insight on Clutch and like what is happening. So yeah, I've just been trying to go, trying to give more uh, stuff to all the fans. So, check nice. it out. Appreciate it. You said you got yeah, a lot going uh, tomorrow. I right? hope. Yeah, yeah. My next vlog will be tomorrow. But yeah, cool. hopefully Clutch will start winning soon. I think we are actually turning it around right now. And when we do, I promise. Oh, you cut out. You promise what? Travis, it was only on your end. I heard everything DeMonte said. Yeah, I know. My before. internet's been shit this whole time. It's so frustrating. And I've... I've it, should, uh, it should feel bad. I officially apologize to the audience. Like, this is... It's it's really aggravating to have, like, a problem you can't solve that just fucks the show that you really like. And I, I'm I'm very disappointed. So I apologize to everyone. Uh, Mark, what do you want to shout out and plug? I want to shout out DeMonte. He's been a great guest. And I believe he, when he says he'll bring the spicy trash talk, I think he's one of the more entertaining players, new players. Uh, other than that, uh, not much. I already said the other things. Yeah, but, but you're gonna you you're excited for the trash talk, but you're still rooting for him to lose. Yeah, but you don't dislike him personally. That's what we've learned the show. You no, don't but I still don't want to. You just want his team to lose. Wait, what right. are we gonna do next time we see each other in real life? Are we just gonna walk past each other? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I might I might like up now. What's up? But like, <laughs> <What's good? laughs> we're cool. I just. You know. All right, I like it. Uh, other than that, um, Travis, you should you should copy Lokodoko's tweet about the Holy Moly 1.2k viewers, and you should say with 1.5 or whatever we got with Demonte to make him feel bad. No, no, I mean uh, he had you on the show, so that dragged him down. He didn't as a guest. We had Demonte. Like, if it was just you on the show, we would have gotten terrible viewers. I was just so. trying to make Lokodoko feel bad, but okay. No, 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 I mean, he's, uh, congratulations to him because his show, I mean, we've been running for like a year or longer than him, so the fact he's getting good viewership right now is great. They, uh, they already have 31 episodes. They're crazy. Yeah, they do. So it feels like they do more than a, an episode a week. Sometimes they do, yeah. Kind of weird. Um, I feel like we take off weeks, too. We're like, did anything happen? We did like splits? 50, no. I know, we did 52 episodes last week, or last year. Yeah, but this... This year, we, we definitely took some off. Yeah, we took the two in the beginning. But we'll make them up later on because when we do multiple... Whatever. Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching Hotline League. Uh, there's an audio version of this. Uh, I'm sorry about all the technical issues again. Uh, I It's not Alienware. Some people like to meme about the Alienware production. It's just the internet 
Uh, their system is amazing, uh, and we've been able to do 4K videos on the channel uh, because of them. So thank you to Alienware. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, stick around, because it's going to be me and Avli on stream doing some stuff. And what kind uh, of stuff? You... What? What kind of stuff? Yeah, well... What are you gonna do? Maybe I'll stick around. Yeah, we're somebody... gonna play Apex Legends if somebody wants to join us. If oh, we... that's that's a hard pass. Somebody wants a third. Yeah, Sam. I'd rather play Conqueror with the arrow. <laughs> this has been Hotline League episode sixty-five.